Can you hear me? Hey, I hear you. How do you like that? Wow. Modern technology. It's amazing. Oh, I don't know. We never had any problem for uh, a year and uh, plus. Then all of a sudden, the last couple of months, it's like uh, Robert Griefer's in there potching with crap or something. You know, I don't even see him right now. Good. No wonder you sound like you're in a good mood. Yeah, maybe that's why you can hear me. Yeah, that's probably it. But I am in a good mood. Calder opens today. Oh, that'll do it. That would do it for me. I'd be up there on the sixth floor, outside. Yeah, a little hot. It's very warm here now. Huh. Muggy, <laughs> What too. a shock. Yeah. I wish, I wish I could say the same. Premature summer. Why? What's it doing up there? It's not uh, too toasty, I'll tell you that. It's going to be, uh, let's see, we had dripping and uh, we had be- four beautiful days last week. It was like 70-ish every day. Yeah. And now the high today is going to be uh, 48. 58 tomorrow, though. You know how it is up north in the spring. One day it can be like 60, and the next day like 35. You know? Yeah, I don't mind 58. Keep you on your toes. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Today only 48, and a little more dripping. A little bit of dripping. I will go to uh, Thursday. Uh, I'm doing a show Thursday from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. You ever been there? No, I sure have not, <laughs> and I have no desire to either. Anyway, there. you know that bitch that was uh, the one stripper who was testifying? I just uh, saw the thing again, you know, because you went to Duke. Yeah. And she's got some kind of criminal charges pending against her. Yes. And did you see the email where she says, how can I spin this to my best advantage? Oh, I didn't I, see I, that. Yesterday I couldn't think of the quote. Yeah. How can I spin this to my best advantage? In other words, if she'll testify for the prosecution and make up a bunch of stories, she's going to, uh, you know, Go scot-free, whatever, whatever. They're going to drop whatever they had going with her. One of the two guys, I, I think, can prove that he wasn't there. Yeah. Because he went to an ATM machine. I mean, not that I care. Who the hell really cares about the Duke lacrosse team? Oh, I, I, you know, you got all, me. Why is I mean, this? you went to school there, and I bet you don't care about the Duke lacrosse team. You know? I, don't I don't know, care I don't know if Michigan this. State's got a lacrosse team, but if they do, I couldn't give a crap less. Well, I know Duke played for the national championship a year ago. I, I'm reading this story about, you know, every they have... Reunions where they bring people from five-year intervals in over the last 50 years, and those were left. And so they were there last week, and it, would be, it was an issue because the president of the university had to address them. And one of the alumni said, well, why doesn't anybody bring up the fact that they were in the national championship game a year ago? Because nobody cares about it. Yeah. They but, care about rape, but they don't care about lacrosse. But Duke lacrosse T-shirts are Have selling off the shelves. Have you ever watched like about a minute of a lacrosse game? About that. The most stupid thing I've ever seen in my life. They had that little net. looked like a, a butterfly net. They have a scrum. Looks like, looks like they're after our um, sales department. They're running around with butterfly nets. This is true. And then they take the uh, ball there, and they like, and they just heave it. And, and the poor goalie is standing there, like, heave it into this little net. It's just, just stupid. Well, T-shirt, you want one? They're selling Duke lacrosse T-shirts in the bookstore there. You can mail in for it or get it on the Internet, and they're selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Or like grits. Well, that's pretty sad, you know, pretty sad commentary. Anyway, Barry Jackass, your close personal friend there with his bologna sandwiches over at the Herald and his bologna, he says, now, you know, Clarabelle was in there this morning before the show, which he should never have been in there, really aggravating the hell out of me. By Blue Sky, you know, Blue Sky. Remember that song? Yes. Nothing but Blue Sky. That's a Clarabelle's theme song. Everything is great. Yeah. And don't I, don't I want to extend my contract till I'm 100 and, you know, what's not to like? And, you know, we did the whole show yesterday and the phones didn't work. Did you know that? No. Yeah, we couldn't take any calls yesterday because the Bell South screwed it all up. So that's, oh, of I'm, course. Supposed, I'm supposed to be less psychotic because it wasn't a QAM screw up. It was a Bell South. As if that makes a difference, you know. Probably lack But of the good payment. news today is they're working. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds real promising to me. Ooh. 
I got a message for Bell South. You people suck, okay? You really suck. You think it's a coincidence that their name is Bell? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Didn't think so of that, you, did you? What day are you leaving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See ya. The Humper's on his way to a Tulsa today, as a matter of fact. Going to make an early uh, flight. What are you going to be doing in Tulsa? I'm doing a Kentucky Derby preview show from a studio there, which is... Doing it on Friday. Well, Tulsa's not exactly close to Louisville, uh, Kentucky. That's where the the people who own the company that has the rights has their studio. I see. So I will be there. there. Although Louisville's no great shakes either, but that, I've I, never been there either. I, I shouldn't say that. I, I get a Toledo week in sucks. I'm, I'm staying at Caesars, Indiana for the Derby. Oh, well, like I said. Yeah, that's not a bad place. There's a Caesars in Indiana? Yeah, right across the river from Louisville. Well, I can't believe that those Hoosiers would allow gambling in their state. Boy, for the longest time, they well, now they got Hoosier Downs and Hoosier Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's 15 minutes from the track. Really? That's all. Sounds like a good place to lose a lot of money. Oh, it definitely is. Barry Jackass writes, Evan Cohen, a host on 760 ESPN Radio. I, I'm trying to read the Jim Sarney column, but the Sun Sentinel uh, website is so screwed up, I can't get on his page. or I can't, Their website's a mess. Figures. So Barry says uh, Evan Cohen had an on-air audition on WQM Sunday, could emerge as a candidate for a position there. Clarabelle says it wasn't an on-air audition. It was just we're trying to upgrade our weekend programming, to which I said, <laughs> I said, you sure couldn't downgrade it any. This new regime we got, man, they are really doing it. They are just on top of it. Got the big draft party coming up Saturday? Yes. That will be at uh, Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Right. 10 o'clock. Be there. Mad Dog, Joe Zagacki, your good buddy Joe. Joe Zagacki. And uh, the big O. Yep. And Kim Bo Camper will be Kim there. Kim Bo Camper is out of two today. A little relief from all of these things. From <laughs> that. Oh, gosh. I like to watch Will Softball. That's a Robert thing. I, I didn't know that Robert and Gelly were that tight. There's something going on there. I, it must be a Jewish thing. I don't know. I didn't know that either. What is that all about? No, until. until oh, by the way, Greeper just walked in, so you can expect. Oh, to I won't stop be able to hear you. Yeah, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, he'll reach over and yank the pot. He'll yank something. Yeah. God. Yeah, I told uh, I told your uh, general manager, I said, I don't fancy extending my contract while I'm working for three overgrown children there, you know, of which uh, Greeper is one of them. And then your other buddy there, is he there today, the Beast? Yeah, he's here. Oh. Well, there's two of them. There's two of the, tri the, uh, the Troika. The Beast is a Troika by himself. Yeah. And, of course, Clarence, he's probably busy broadcasting UM Tiddlywinks or something like that. You should come down for the Beast wedding in July. No. 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 In fact, you you could appear put a period after you said uh, you should come down. No, no. I mean, I will. I you know, I have to be there periodically. Tax time, for, you come down. That's it. Huh? You always come down tax time. No, I had not, I that had nothing to do with that. I can handle everything right from here on that that end. Oh, no, I just uh, I'd say two three times a year, a couple of days here, a couple of days there, just just to keep everything kosher and legal. They stamp your passport, and then I got another 180 days. You know, I don't uh, I don't fancy being there very long. Yeah. Every time I come there, I feel like uh, it's been for six months. And now that we got the killer bees, you know. Oh, yeah. You see that story about the killer bees? I did. Baumhauer and Betters in the boat camp. Yeah, they're back. And A.J. Dewey. Whatever happened to him? And the Blackwoods. Huh? And the Blackwoods. But, yeah, Lyle and uh, who's the other one? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Glenn. You're expert. Glenn. You're the one that said it. Glenn and Lyle. Glenn and Lyle, very good. You know, uh, uh, you know what A.J.'s doing now? I'm afraid to ask. He works for Harris. 
Runs really? A, yeah, he's a uh, casino host. Good thing he's out of the NFL, boy. They sure frown on that. You know who he used to? He looked uh, an awful lot like Joe Klecko that played for the Jets. They yeah, like a little almost bit. Identical twins, didn't they? He's a real good guy, too. Now, you would like that. him. Huh? You would like him. Who? Uh, A.J. A.J. Dewey? Yes. Doing. Remember that game in the mud against the Jets? You know, all those interceptions. Oh, brother, what a uh, what a day game. for Dewey, Dick Enberg said. I thought, well, sure ain't 1948. Now they say, what a day for duty. Am I allowed to say that? Uh-oh. I think you just joiced yourself. Uh-oh. What a day for duty. What, what does that mean? Well, it's close to Dewey. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like. In other words, it was just a gratuitous, uh-oh. Yeah. I haven't had oh. a good uh-oh in a while. I could uh, leave for, you, you could be on the way to Tulsa by noon, I think. <laughs> Jesus. Exiled to Tulsa. Yeah, take some time. Yeah. What the hell? I bet you there's a lot of good delis in Tulsa. I haven't found one. You've been there before? Yeah, I go there every oh, year. God. But they do have an OTB. Yeah. Well, that, that's all that counts. And it's not far from the, uh, from a riverboat. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I, I don't, uh, I can't imagine doing that. Riverboat gambling? Oh, God, I'm getting seasick just thinking about it. Yeah, I couldn't be in one. Have you ever been on one of those uh, gambling ships? Yes. They're kind of cramped. They're, they, you know, you'd put to cramp without the M. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they have They're that, cramped. too. And then you get seasick on there. I, I don't know what all this fascination is with cruises. I, for years I've been preaching, you know, although I don't want to get Mickey all upset. You know, it's not bad enough I got Joyce pissed off. I don't want to get Mickey all bent out of shape. No, you don't want to do that. The fact that his cruise ships suck and people get raped all the time and, like, get murdered and don't show up again and puke their guts and get e e Ebola and E. coli and all these things. But people have this, uh, they, they have this magnificent... Uh, Concept in their mind that crew they're going on these cruise ships is some wonderful, glorious way to spend a holiday. Tell you what, I would like to do. I mean, what do summer. you do if you don't like the uh, people on there? Where you just jump overboard? Is that it? Or maybe just yeah. I want to take a train trip through the Northwest. I think maybe that's what happens to some of these people on these cruise ships. They they can't jump overboard, so if they don't like the, the company on there, all they can do is kill some people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, take you, out their frustration. Do you like to travel by train? I love the, in Europe, I love the trains. They have it, uh, supposedly, one that leaves Denver and uh, goes south, cuts across, and then goes up the Pacific coast into Canada. They say it's a tremendous trip. Yeah. I'm well, going to do that. Let me know how you like it. I will. No, I like the trains in uh, Europe, man. They're like... Uh, I do, too. Fast as hell. The ICE, I don't know what that stands for, the ICE. That's the real fast. No, no, that's not the super fast train, but it's the next fast uh, to it. Like I, when I was in Frankfurt, I took the train a couple of times to Cologne. Yeah. I think it's like about an hour, hour and a quarter. I took a train once from Amsterdam to Copenhagen. Ooh, that must have been a long trip. It was. Wow. Go through Germany and up and around. It was yeah, a especially great... when you go in the water, it must be really tough. It's a great trip. Amsterdam to Cologne isn't bad. That's two and a half hours. See, the key to get those uh, train trips in Europe, because yeah. everything's pretty much close together, is you get a copy of USA Today, or if you have a good book that you're reading, you take that on there, and then before you know it, uh, hey, uh, you're here, we're here, yeah. wherever you're going. Well, that's pretty that, good. That uh, The trip I was talking about is an overnighter. And the overwhelming majority of the uh, trains, they run, I mean, to the second. You know. Oh, yeah. They're, really, they're on time to almost to a fault. Yes, they are. Including in Italy, too. We took the train from Rome to Florence and back, Firenze. You ever been in Florence? Yes. Oh, boy, what a beautiful place that is. Italy's great. Too many Catholics there, but it's a beautiful place. <laughs> if they could only find a way to get rid too of many, that Too many <laughs> yeah. See, when I go to Rome, Rome is so big, you don't have to go anywhere near the Vatican. I wouldn't go anywhere near there. Although I did, did one day, we were walking, this is years ago in Rome, and saw that 
the store, the garment store, where they sell all the garments for the uh, bishops and the priests and the, uh, you know, all those geskis. Buy these velvet garments, all green, you know, and red, all the, all the robes. And all, oh, jeez. The, the, the whole, like a department store for priests. I'm and not going had, to discuss this any further. Because they, they, <laughs> they, had, they had a few altar boys. I was, you know, I was just out. thinking that, and I said, yeah. nah, don't go there. Mm -hmm. No, don't go there. Next thing, it'll be the Swiss Guard. That'll be uh, nice. I'll be in Tulsa in an hour. Good. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you're the one that was saying, like, doing your duty. I don't know, maybe you want to join the Scouts again. I don't know what the hell I was all about. You just like living on the edge, like Aerosmith said, living on the edge. Don't we all? So we had Evan Cohen on Sunday for two hours. Do you have any idea? Did you hear him at all? No. Is he any good? I don't know. I've never. I've met him, uh, but yeah. I've never heard of him. I saw uh, Miguel faxed me his picture yesterday. He's pudgy-faced and ugly and Jewish, so he fits right in. Yeah, he's going to say, he's just like everybody he else. He fits here. right into the staff. <laughs> well, good luck to you, Evan. you got Jim Sarney on your side. And boy, with him uh, behind you, man, you'll need a lot of help. God. I can't read Sarney because the Sun Sentinel website's all. I'm sure I'm not the only one having a problem with their website. Hey, the people at the Sun Sentinel, your website uh, sucks. And that's not just because Tom Jick is an idiot. I thought maybe Jick had just cut you off. Yeah, pro pro that could be it. I, that thought crossed my mind. He probably found out my uh, whatever the thing is, you know, just put a block on it. Well, listen, have a great trip to Tulsa whenever that is. That's Thursday. Oh, and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. Big O here to talk about the ultimate combination for any sports fan. That is, of course, a great TV to watch those sports and a great beer in your hand. And the only one is, of course, Presidente Beer, the green bottle with the gold label. Presidente is the true taste of real beer, brewed with only... And the highest quality Presidente imported beer is a Pilsner beer created with the finest selection of malting barley and hops. That's why when I want a real beer, I ask for the true taste of real beer, Presidente. Nothing complements a great game cheering on your favorite team with friends and family than Presidente beer. So reach for that green bottle with the gold label, and you, my friend, have found the true taste of real beer. That's Presidente. Hi, this is going to give Ricky a blow. Over 25 years ago, John Lennon was shot down. April 24th, pay per view. Hear him speak from the other side. I imagine there was no hell. I was right. It's just the hooks. Don't miss the spirit of John Lennon, the seance, and watch as Hogan returns in a cage match. What are you going to do when the Hulkster comes for you, Lennon? I don't think so, Hogan. The Walrus is coming for you. I'm the Eggman. Cuckoo could you. The seance Lennon versus Hogan cage match. And on pay view April 24th. Be there. Ringo, I always thought you were a ball licker. CKFW. Why would you like to play that whole thing? You know, it's just it's, uh, that, that's well, maybe the best you? song of all time, huh? What's stopping you? The break. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, we don't have time to posky around here today, man. Play a lot of music. We got the big fish to fry. Don't forget this Saturday, the QM NFL Draft Party. We'll be telling you a lot about that all through the day, over and over again. Let's do the break, like I said. Then we'll get into yesterday's poll and today's poll and whatever poll we can get a hold of. Well, speaking of uh, poll brain, pea brain, there he is, your leader. Farm incomes up, agricultural exports are growing, real after-tax income is up over 8% per American since 2001. And, of course, that'll be gone next time you fill your gas tank. 
And thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices, by the way. While he's right there listening. 1015 at QAM. Happy Tuesday to you. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? And like the Humper just said, it's already hotter than, than a witch's butt. How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of the Tri-County area families for three long, excruciating generations. As a Carrier factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place and have now invented the Carrier Infinity System. This one actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of that, to maintain maximum efficiency on your present air conditioner, be sure to join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service if you ever have a problem and 10% off any needed repairs, too. All of this, all of these things. All of these things. For just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or just having peace of mind all year round by being a member of the Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice. Call Royce Aaron Heat and tell that ancient Neil told you to call toll-free 1-800-377-0075. Don't get caught with your A.C. down during this long next several 8, 9, 10 months. Royce Aaron Heat, 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Heaven, my baby, what a lovely way of proving we're a real couple. You fairy. Heaven, my baby, yeah, even though your rage is nearly mine. I know you want another bun in the oven. The one thing you don't want is another husband. But you're having my baby. I'm a woman in love, and I love having morning sickness. Having my baby. And I'm not talking about how we're feeling about Bruce Whitney. Your three daughters think I'm their brother. Whoa, it almost feels like I'm shacking up with my mother. Are you sure that we ought to be having my baby? What a lovely way of proving we are both nuts. Heaven, my baby. I'm 1021 at QM. He's extremely annoying. I'll tell you that right now. He can't act. He's not funny. He don't even look that good anymore. He's extraordinarily annoying. So, coochie, like coochie. Uh, which of these do you care about the least? We asked in our poll yesterday. 1,510 votes. Let's see. 1,510 used to be WMEX in Boston, home of Arnie Woo Woo Ginsburg, Melvin X. Melvin, and Mel Miller. I bet you didn't know that. No, no, I didn't. And, w- uh, well, you don't sound good at all. Well, I think no, you are going to puke I'm, your guts I'm out. Gonna you sound worse or, than I feel. The the question is, will I puke or pass out first? Oh, well, let, let's take an office pool on that, okay? I say puke. I'm going for pass out. That's a theme on this show. Passover? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right the about first that. time. <laughs> just like old Dirty Bastard said, wouldn't be the first time. Oh, yeah. Which of these do you care about? Well, you know what his problem was? A little bit of a, a drug problem, I understand. That's just a rumor, of course, but... 
Thank God George is not only speculate. No, not those guys. NHL playoffs. They couldn't care less. Boy, how about those Flyers last night losing to Buffalo eight to two right there in Philly? Or no, it was in Buffalo. Like I said, nevertheless, nice going Sabers. Nice going Lindy Ruff. NHL playoffs four hundred and forty three. How about that Montreal uh, Carolina game? Holy cow! Nothing could be finer than to beat up Carolina in overtime. Missing chicken Aruba three hundred ninety. Natalie Holloway, see, you told me once, and it's like emblazoned in my mind. This is the problem, is that America is, we're like obsessed with crap. They keep us occupied with crap while... More of these vehicles. See, there you go. That's the real crap right there. The Marlins, 276. They don't care. Hey, guess what, David Thanton? You're not getting no stadium. We don't care. They blew a uh, nice lead there. They had three three nothing lead, didn't they, in Chicago last night? Yeah, and I, I turned it off at 3 nothing, and I wake up and I 6-3. Oh, that wasn't even close. Eighth inning, man, a disaster. As the Cubs uh, kick the crap out of your Marlins, five and uh, thirteen is it now? Uh, five twelve, and 12? I believe. Yeah. Five well, and that's, after tonight it'll be five and thirteen. I'm sorry. Five and twelve. That's uh, not not too good. Five wins, twelve defeats. They might get fifty-five wins on the season, which means one hundred and seven losses. Yeah, they might. And then again, they might not. Duke rape case one hundred and sixty-four. See, there is nobody who should be interested in that, unless you know, other than the uh, part, the principals, the participants, or the alleged participants, or the uh, whatever, the wanna wannabe participants. Well, why should anybody care about that? You know, it's just uh, another rape case. There's eight zillion rape cases all over North America, and they're like all whipped up about that one because the media said, "Oh, you should care about this. It's muy importante, baby. It's a bunch of lacrosse players and a stripper." Oh. The NFL Draft 140. Don't forget now. Let's see. This Saturday, it's QM's NFL Draft Party with a Mad Dog at Hooters and Pembroke Pines. And he'll also have Joe Zagacki there. Everybody's got to have like a little, you know, handicapped overcome. And the Big O will be there as well. Oh! He is really rock solid. For all your draft day coverage this Saturday. Don't be fooled by those imitators across the street, man. They couldn't, they couldn't get a cold in the draft. Join us at Hooters and Pembroke Pines for QM's NFL Draft Party this Saturday starting at 10 a.m. presented by Heineken. And you're supposed to go. That's it. Well, he's a little under the weather. Sorry. A little Sorry. delayed reaction. NFL blurry. Draft 140 are whipped up about that. New Osama tape, 80. Nice job also, W, by the way, on that. We, we got, uh, that's why I played that we got him thing. We got Sodom, but the problem is we got the wrong guy. We attacked the wrong country, and we got the wrong guy. Other than that, we're doing heck of a job. And the price of gas, 17. See, so this is one of those from the bottom to the top. That's, that's what they care about the most is the price of gas. And they're not too happy about that. They're also probably not too happy about the bloodshed that's still continuing in Iraq. Although, quite frankly, these, like I said yesterday, these butchers are getting off scot-free. And uh, the, the carnage continues just unabated, whatever that means. Sounded good. Seven car bombs exploded across Baghdad yesterday, killing at least six people, wounding dozens of others. Dozens. As politicians about to try to finalize a new cabinet. Gee, if they would just call the cabinet store... Police discovered the bodies of 20 Iraqis, apparent victims of sectarian killings that the U.S. hopes the new government can end. Oh, yeah, that's all going to stop. And, and the Shiites and the uh, Sunnis and the Kurds are all going to, like, join hands and sing, right. we are the world. Yeah, they're going to do that. At Michael least it's Jackson's not a civil gonna war. He's going to come over from Bahrain. Isn't Bahrain a uh, Muslim country? Uh, aren't they all? Well, no, but I'm just asking. I wonder what they think about uh, his kind of uh, people over there in Bahrain, about pedophiles. Or just to forget about the pet, forget about that part. Just homos in general. I don't think they're like uh, looked upon with great favor in the Muslim countries. I, I think, could be wrong I, I about that. I think they that. care more about his money than uh, no. Is that what it is? Banana business. I yes. thought they'd have enough of their own money. You Maybe would think just that. Not one of them oil-rich countries, Bahrain. I don't know that much about it. Three roadside bombs, five drive-by shootings, and a mortar round and a partridge in a pear tree killed 12 Iraqis in Baghdad and elsewhere. And yada yada. Well, there you go. And meanwhile, try the process. Yeah, the pro the process. Say it right, man. The process. 
Speaking of uh, Bozo there, oh, I, we got to do the break. Bush's approval rating slide to a new low. How low can you go, W? He's, uh, he's on the verge of going into the 20s. I don't. There's never been anybody close to that, even during missions in, in history. history. I don't, huh? I don't think in history, has there? No. Since, since they've been doing these things. It, it's kind of getting like the numbers on all the sports shows in town, getting close to a... Oh! Yeah, all of them, on both stations. Those numbers are getting very uh, dangerously close to a... Oh! Although Clarabelle came in this morning and said, Hey, everybody, happy! Ha, 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 what he said? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Said taking care of George, taking care of Josh, taking care of business. Heck of a guy. Doing a heck of a job, Joe. You are right. really, you you the man. You are a man for the times. Not necessarily these times, but I'm sure sometime. A man for all seasons. Yeah. Not not this one though. Twenty seven past <laughs> He's lightly seasoned. Yeah. Oh God, he is a real clown. Twenty seven after ten AQM. Dry concepts is the best in the universe of making your carpets look brand new. And they want to remind you that springtime has arrived. Even though it feels like the middle of summertime, according to the Humper. Is it like really hotter than hell already? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So it's only like still April. April yeah, but at 25. least it's not humid. Oh, wait. Oh, it is humid. I'll be damned. Yeah. Like I said, maybe around 50 ain't all that bad. Cleaning your windows and doing a little dusting here or there may give the appearance that your home is really clean. I know a lot about those surface cleaners, man. They give a little lick and a schmear over here, and, uh, and that's it. And, like, forget about it. Because until you deep clean all the dirt and germs settle down deep in your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, even in your bedding, it really isn't clean or sanitary at all, is it? Dry Concepts is offering springtime specials right now to help you with all your spring cleaning, and they're just a phone call away as always. I've used these folks for over 21 years in a variety of different homes, and each and every time they show up, they do the same spectacular job. They'll never let you down. They show up on time. They give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start the work, and they leave everything looking like, as far as your carpets are concerned, like you had brand new laid right just before uh, they came. And don't forget, Dry Concepts also specialize in upholstery cleaning, leather cleaning, drapery cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, water damage restoration, like for the next 16 hurricanes, pet odor treatments, mattress cleaning to get rid of those nasty, pesky, biting dust mites, and much more. So don't just half clean your home this spring. Really do a stupendous job by calling our friends at Dry Concepts and have your cl- home really clean from top to bottom today. In Dade Broward of the Palm Beaches, call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. Be sure and tell them that Troy Stratford told you to call. Good old number 23. They will laugh. They'll pee in their pants. They'll laugh so hard. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the web, look them up at dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Good on. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. How did you get that face of bumps? Cheeks look like they have been pumped. I get a kick case of mumps. Don't make fun of me, you chump. Ew. My mumps, my mumps. Then why don't you visit the clinic real soon? You puffed up like a circus balloon. It's only a stupid case of mumps that says it'll be gone in a month. What? One month, one month. A month? My mumps, my mumps, my mumps. My mumps, my mumps, my mumps. Wanna touch my ugly mumps? Hell no. CKFW. Thank you. 27 to 11 at 560 WQM. We're interspersing a few uh, oldie, oldie moldies because yesterday we had to do a lot of that because uh, the yeah. phone was all screwed up. I bet you the phone's working really sensational today. Look at that. There's line two ringing. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Pally? Good. Listen, I know that you made comments about how 
Clear Channel started the HD radio service. I did? Yes. Um, on, today in the uh, Wall Street Journal page uh, D2, they're saying that many of the um, formats include is uh, urban, Christian, Spanish, comedy, country, and gay-themed programming. Uh-huh. And, uh, but they're saying that you do not need it as an additional, like, type of a device to get that, that would be like saying that if all the programming on television was HD tomorrow, you wouldn't need a different TV set. I mean, it's just, it's just silly. But in our neighborhoods now, uh, Bell South, which just was bought out by Bell AT&T, South sucks. I know, but they're, they're going to have cable TV. It's just four to six months away. Yeah. Well, just, just, just keep in mind how our phones were yesterday, okay? And by the way, I think somebody from Bell South's on the phone right uh-huh. now. Likely stirring. They're monitoring. Yeah, good. Your service blows, okay? Yesterday we did a whole show. It was supposed to be a talk show, and a phone is supposed to work, you know. In fact, I think the Beasley's even paid the bill last month, first time in several months. And uh, we couldn't take a call on here because the phone was all screwed up for a change. You know, and then you heard the quality of that. Remember when I was uh, talking to the Humper there and punched up that phone line? My God. Even Alexander Graham Schwartz would be upset with that, being humiliated. Christ. He wouldn't like it either. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing today? Okay, Pally. Yeah, man, I hope all these jagoffs who voted for Bush are happy. I mean, I mean, if we were all sharing the burden on the gas prices, it would be one thing, but Exxon and Mobil, well, they, they're making a 46% profit increase from yeah, last year. There's a little bit of a question in your mind. They're making record profits, while everyone, and then you say, well, it's because of the auto emission standards and it costs so much to uh, refine it. A bunch of well, well, what a cry. If that's the case, then how come they're not making the same profit they were before instead of making record profits now? They're gouging, baby. They are raping the public. The Bushes and the uh, Bin Ladens, man, and his yeah, Saudi buddies. The, the, uh, the oil profits were going to pay for the war. What happened to that? Yeah, well, somehow they get, didn't get the hooked up there because they every time they every time they try to do it, they they set it on fire. Well, as long as these people only care about uh, some Duke lacrosse rape scandal, right? That's it. And, and don't uh, forget Natalie Holloway, man, in Aruba, the chicken Aruba. Now you got it. Dude, what's wrong with this country, man? Are we all that just that retarded? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, get, look, give me a plane ticket to uh, Toronto. I'm, okay, yeah. Pally, I'll see you at the border. Oh, and speaking of that, here's today's poll. Most amusing. See, I put it on there purposely because I knew a lot of people would vote just to, just to bust my balls. And what was that thing in that bit we played before? He said something about uh, Ringo was a ball buster? Something like that, right? I thought he said that. A nutcracker talking about that ballet. Oh, the nut- he said, sweet. What country represents the world's greatest threat today? We have 786 votes. We'll make 1,000 easy today, Josh. So what, what was the story? Did, uh, did Clarabelle come in there and talk to you two and tell you about your deal being all set? Um, well, actually, yesterday um, we, we kind of made it official that I'll be staying on the WQAM side. Well, why didn't you tell me that? Well, uh, well, I, I have to get with Joe nice Bell after the show, before today. the show today. Wouldn't that have been nice while George was uh, trying to puke his guts out? You could have interjected and said, hey, guess what? I got some good news. I it's not finalized yet. I could have did that. Well, the, well but he know, said pretty pretty damn near. He presented the deal to me. I, I basically said yes. He made you an offer? He made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to talk to him later today about uh, when we're going to incorporate Really? That. Well, be sure and give my regards again. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and here, Duff is going to make you an offer you can refuse and probably will want to. Anyway, what country represents the world's greatest threat today? 796 votes. USA, 363, the greatest threat in the world. And I would say you folks who voted for that are... Absolutely correct, sir. You got your thumb right on it. You, got, you can feel the pulse. Dangerous, dangerous people. Lots of bombs, lots of, in fact, coming up with all kinds of new nuclear weapons, and we get pissed off at somebody. We're going to nuke them. We're going to, you know, and here's this lunatic, this out of control moron, man, who couldn't even make it in the oil business in Texas, had to have his buddies bail him out. 
the the, uh, the Bin Laden family, and has brought a buddy James Bath there from the uh, military, who was also AWOL from the National Guard. Of course, there is no National Guard in Iraq, thank God. USA 363, Iran 121, they're dangerous. Let's get let's get on them, man. Let's bomb them back beyond the Stone Age, because they already got a head start. Isn't that what they're in, that head start program? Sure. China 115, I tell you, the Chinese could put America out of business tomorrow. You know that, if they wanted to? They already have. Well, they're, pretty, they're working on it, and they're also still reproducing. The interesting part of it is the Chinese can't reproduce like crazy in China anymore because they only have one kid, but everywhere else, like here, man, they're reproducing like rabbits. Making up Good. for it. God. I, it's, you know, I don't want to get Joyce all bent out of shape, get Joyce here, but to me it still remains one of the great mysteries of all. It goes to show you, all you guys out there who weren't well endowed by the Lord at birth, don't let that bother you, okay, because uh, the Chinese are living proof uh-huh. that you can be like a uh, button mushroom guy and you can still make That's all right. the babies in the world. It makes no difference. Okay? I can verify that. Wow. Well, I'm talking about wanting to make them. China 118, North Korea 79, Saudi Arabia 46. How come they're not a lot higher on that list, huh? The freaking Saudis. I hate this pool 22. Canada 18 tied with Israel 18. Canada is really dangerous. Iraq's only got 15, see? So you people think Canada is a lot more dangerous than Iraq. So instead of invading Iraq, they should have invaded Canada. And in the India only two. I didn't even put Pakistan on there. We probably should have, but uh, why bother, you know? You think we should put Pakistan on there? Why not? Well, I mean, if we can put India on there. Sure. I think India, not so much because we just gave them all those nukes in exchange for What do we get in exchange for it? The curry powder? Uh, mangoes. 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 That was it. We got mangoes for nuclear weapons. A hell of a deal, right. W. Because we don't have any over here. Right. Mangoes, that is. Ethanol or biodiesel or, or... Yeah, diesel. There he goes again. Talk, picking on poor Janet Reno again. Picking on the old diesel bike. Shame on you. And speaking of, speaking of dykes, how's Condoleezza's husband or boyfriend doing, huh? How's Ann Coulter's boyfriend doing, Miss Fudge? I, there, there just seems to be a common thread running through this a group of right-wing fanatics, you know? I don't think Tom Cruise and John Travolta are the only ones hiding in that closet. I could be wrong about that. Oh, look at that. George just put Pakistan on there, the Packies. Man. Well, Josh did anyway. Somebody put it on there, but Josh. I watched well, that's because Josh is feeling his oats now because he's got that big raise coming from uh, Clarabelle. That's right. Rob, we're going to take care of you. Yeah, we'll take care of Yeah. Only under the threat of a lawsuit, practically, we finally got him off his ass. Boy. Anyway, getting back to uh, Bush's low ratings, I guess we'll have to wait till after the break. The new CNN poll, it's down to 32. <laughs> oh, man. Tranky dose. Holy moly. Can you believe that? 32%? That will enable consumers uh, to drive to work. To drive to work. That's right. Oh, yeah. This business about, well, gas is so much more expensive. Remember that uh, stupid fax we got from Henry the other day? Mm-hmm. See, in Europe, in European cities, and, of course, Henry's probably never been there, many of the cities you can actually walk to wherever you have to work. or like walk to a uh, different, or like they use these amazing things called bicycles and stuff like that that don't use any gas. Now, like if you live in uh, Miami, for example, or anywhere in South Florida, and uh, let's say you live in Dade and you uh, work in Broward or vice versa, you're going to walk to work? Huh? I don't think so. You're going to bicycle it to work? I don't right. think so. How about if you live in L.A.? And, of course, then they also have those great things in a lot of cities, like Amsterdam, they have the trams, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take the tram? tram. How's the tram service in South Florida coming? Pretty good, huh? Down here we have the tran. The trannies? Yeah. One thing in South Florida, man, a lot of grannies and a lot of trannies. 1041, 19 before 11 a I think we're going to drop a nuclear weapon on Sunrise Lakes. This is Neil Rogers. Just for the hell of it. This is 560 QAM. 
the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Tonight on Discovery Hell, a probing look at sports radio phenomenon, Geldy Goldstein. How do you explain the nickname of Geldy? It's short for Geldy. Oh, you mean... I'm a postdoc. I see. Yeah, I got shot. See rare footage of Geldy's delicate operation. How is it possible for someone who sounds like you can actually find work as a radio announcer? Let me tell you something, Tommy. When it comes to sports, I know what to do. On the field? No, under the desk. I mean, you, you got to admit, your, your voice. It's, it's, I think I got a nice voice. Blah, 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 blah. Voices that blah, don't blah, belong blah, on the radio. Part of a week-long series beginning tonight only on the Discovery pretty. Channel. I sound pretty and giddy and Remember this golden gasser. Wonderful WQAM. I think I want to hear that again. I don't mean like now. I mean like ever. 14 before 11 and 5, 60 WQM. Look at that. Canada, 18 votes, the most dangerous country in the world today. Let's nuke it. Let's drop the old bomb in Ottawa, eh? Let's drop it in Red Deer. Just to get even for a Randy Moeller. President Bush's approval ratings have sunk to a personal low with only a third of Americans say they approve of the way he's... Actually, a little less than a third, if my math is correct. Oh, no. In a telephone poll of 1,012 adult Americans carried out Friday through Sunday by Opinion Research Corporation for CNN, 32% of respondents said they approve of his performance, 60% say they disapprove it, 8% said, what's that got to do with lacrosse? That's a significant drop from the way Americans perceived the president a year ago. In a CNN USA Today Gallup poll carried out April 29th to May 1st of last year, Americans were split on their assessments of his performance. 48% said they approved, 49% disapproved. So in one year, that means he's dropped 16 points. He's dropping faster than our sports show ratings. It was one of four conducted within the past 10 days that have yielded similar results. A Pew Center poll carried out April 7th through 16th gave him a 35% rating. Fox News Opinion Dynamics poll carried out. Last Tuesday and Wednesday, even 33%. That's the Fox News, where they only interview right-wing fanatics in church. And an American Research Group poll carried out Tuesday through Friday of last week, gave them 34%. Of the new CNN, 32%. Solamente 30 dos. As we need a dose of reality. Especially, you know where we need that? A QAM. So I hope that when Josh Cordes goes in there and talks to Clarabelle this afternoon after the show, he, you just go in there and pound your fist on the desk a lot, like Khrushchev did at the UN. All right. Yeah. Say, what is wrong with you? What, what, what's all this jelly you got on there? What's with this Robert Greeper stuff running the radio station? Just, just, just spaz out, you know, start going blah like that. I'll drop a who did mo. That would be good. Yeah, with both fists on it. Who did mo? That's good. Very good. Oh, speaking of a fox and those fascists there, what a surprise. Tony Snow likely to take the White House post. I said we just have revolving um, press secretaries just each day, a different uh, news person from Fox. Wouldn't that be a good idea? We could have Sean Hannity one day and Tony Snow the day after that. And then we could have uh, Charles the old Kraut hammer in his wheelchair. He could be on there squeezing his bag on the third day. Did I ever tell you that Charlie Kappas had a bag? No. You didn't know Charlie Kappas. No. Charlie Kappas. You know who that is? No. Oh, good. 
Sources close to the White House said Monday that Fox anchor Tony Snow is likely to accept the job as White House press secretary succeeding Scott McClellan. He's going to have that twisted cross uh, tattooed on his forehead. The sources say they expect him to announce that decision in the next few days. A source familiar with the discussion said Monday that newly appointed Chief of Staff Josh Bolton asked Snow to make a decision by early this week. Two sources familiar with the discussion said Bolton wanted to fill the post this week as early as tomorrow. Sources familiar with Snow's deliberation said he's been focusing on family finances and his health. I guess he had, like, colon cancer or something like that. But he's got a clean bill of health now. They looked right inside there, and they said, hey, no problem. Sources familiar with the matter said the White House approached the Fox anchor several weeks ago. He serves as a political analyst for the fascist news channel, which he joined in 1996. A well-known right-wing fanatic, a lunatic, Tony Snow. Now, good? Fits right in there. And, of course, he'll, he'll be the guy that will give us the truth. You know, that's the one thing about Scott McClellan that kept saying he lied a lot. Tony right. Snow will give us the truth. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. Let's make up for yesterday by getting a lot of calls on here today. A lot of frustrated people out there yesterday. Well, there's Mark Feld again, deep throat. He's out with Larry tonight. Uh-huh. I wonder if he's going to bring his son along. He's got three sons, as a matter of fact. But the one that's always standing in the doorway that, uh, you know, behind him every time they show him in the house. Uh-huh. Well, he wants a photo op. You know, everybody wants their five, uh, five and a half seconds of fame. I think his name is Nick Jones. I wonder why, if, if his name is Mark Felt, why are his kids named Jones? I can see when a woman, you know what I'm saying, has uh-huh. different last... Do you follow what I'm saying? And sometimes the children take the mother's name, not necessarily the father's, or really? the stepfather. Well, maybe maybe Nick got tired of asking, right. can that be Felt? Huh? Yeah, it's possible. Or I'll, I'll, you could also say, well, I'm kind of jonesing to get to know him better, something like that. 854 votes in that poll. This is scandalous, man. We're going to pass that 1,000 mark like we're like laid out. Phone isn't exactly smoking here, considering it's working today. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Hello. Hey, I can't, I can't hear you. Speak up. Yeah, good. Well, that's good. That's the best news I've had all day. 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon singular wireless line. You know, even if it isn't the uh, the great one, they, they all sound the same to me now, you know? It's that yeah. blood wump kind of thing. Well, it's the mugwumps. It was. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, what'd you think of uh, D. Wade's game last night? What did I think of it? Yeah. Who the hell's that? D. Wade, man. Uh, he... D. Wade Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> Cut the crap, Pally. Cut the crap. Get, get, go, go kiss yeah. on, the, for, on the head. You got a big target there, okay? He's icy hot. He likes his icy hot patch. The sleeve. I'm sorry, the sleeve. The Not the pad. pad. The sleeve. Oh. No, the get, sleeve. Get it right. Oh, the way he says it, man, just sends me right to the bull. Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on, the phone is working today, man. Where the hell are you people, for Christ's sakes? Like F. Gear Parkinson once said in Sarasota, WSPB. Where the hell are you people? When you come right down to it, you're there and I'm here, and thank God for that. Yeah, what did I think of the heat last night? Oh, please. Give me a break. They're playing like a little girl. Aren't they playing the Bulls? Yeah. In the first round. Don't get choked up about it now. I was just, you know, <laughs> taking a drink there. Oh, no my big deal. God. WQAM, hello. Got my check. Ah, okay. We got it. It's in the mail. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a spy report from Miami. Yeah. All the illegal, I work at a construction site, all the illegal immigrants left at like 10 o'clock, which was like about 100 people here. Yeah. And I've called a lot of my friends, and all the jobs in Miami, they have all left. It's like some sort of general strike or something. Hmm. So I just thought I'd share that and see if you heard anything about it. Okay, thanks for the good news. Now, well, we do have the story about the all the Iran. Maybe they're afraid they're going to get uh, busted. Wait, yeah, I put it way down here. It's been going around. Right? I haven't seen the, the Yeah, report. they've been going around busting all the illegal aliens, which means that uh, by the end of the week, there won't be anybody working in South Florida anymore, including George. Illegal alien, illegal Cuban, and got Canada. 
figured I'd do it before uh, that punk calls in your buddy. Yeah, that's still won't stop him. With his, with his, some people have a green card. That kid's got a pink card. Five six seven oh five sixty. You fair pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Boy, these people are like the Eggman. They don't want to come out of their shell today. But this phone is working. Thanks to Bell South for that fabulous job of getting their uh, crappy equipment working again within only twenty four hours or less. What a bunch of losers. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. There's only one thing worse than the bees, and that's the killer beetles. And you've been dealing with them for years. Yeah, they're killers, all right. Okay, thanks for the bulletin, huh? Not clever. Killer bees, the killer Beasleys. Maybe they put the bee in Beasley, huh? Or maybe they put the bee in your bonnet. Or maybe in your... Rectum. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What is happening? <laughs> Just amazing. He must have his own phone problem there, because every time he gets on there, like uh, Josh does the magic trick thing, he waves his magic wand, and this guy, like, just vanishes. Or somebody smeared him with some of Barry Bond's vanishing cream. WQAM, hello. I got a Prozac card. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, they're paying these, they're paying these illegals, let's say, $7 an hour. So now they're going to get rid of all these, all of them. So now they're going to pay $9 an hour. There's not going to be any workers in, in, in South Florida. You, you can't live here unless you're making uh, 50 bucks an hour. 50 bucks an hour. Who do you, the hell do you know that's making 50 no, bucks an hour? Nobody. That's, that's my point. Everybody's going to leave. You can't live here. Any, it's ridiculous. Well, you know something? Uh, all, the, all the better for them, man. If that's what it takes, more power to them. That's what it takes to get everybody out of that God-forsaken place. That didn't make any sense at all. Place. Huh? That guy didn't make any sense at all. So there's no illegals, so they're going to have to no, pay yeah, everyone. You wanna, do you want to have, uh, you see, here's your problem. Some, yeah, some jackball calls up and, and makes sound, okay? I'm not saying he says something. I just say he makes him sound, okay? He moves his lips. Blah, 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 like that. And you're, yeah. like, trying to have, like, a, a rational response to it? No, I thought that's what you were doing. Then forget about it. Forget that you ever heard that voice. Forget he ever said anything, okay? Who? Exactly. Very well done. Well done. Like like uh, steak cooked a little bit too long. And don't be a, remember that story about the not that that's anything new, but meats cooked at high temperature, you know, and giving you cancer. What about that thing about the Teflon? Oh yeah, yeah. no more. Oh yeah, what? Teflon gives you cancer. Don't use well, it. Not, I, yeah, that's right. I got a T fowl frying pan. I better stop cooking up, browning up that uh, burger. I better brown yeah, my. So you're gonna have to my, scrape uh, your meat. You know, big deal. Don't scrape your meat. Chafes like hell. Yeah, but it's worth it. You won't get cancer. That's what you think. There's Tom Cruise again. I don't know if anybody saw the thing on those uh, stupid ass uh, in channel surfing yesterday. He was just all over the place again, like a, like a cancer in my TV set. Like Robert Creeper is at the QAM, like a cancer in our midst. And there was Tom Cruise, and, and he, he's uh, certifiable. He's crazier than a bed bug. He's just uh, you fairy. out of control, a crazy person. And I'll tell you also, uh, as you watch him, he becomes more and more... Uh, Looney? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, and every, every time you see him. I see. Sets he, off the he's gaydar, he? like a little girl now. He just, uh, come on, Tom, come out of the closet, please. Before they show that episode again, get everybody, get Isaac Hayes all bent out of shape. Come out of the closet, please. We beg you. And John Travolta, come out, too. And R. Kelly, please. Throw away your piece. 868 votes already on this. What country represents the world's greatest threat today? The USA, 390. Iran, 139. China, 122. North Korea, 86. Is Kim Jong-il? Saudi Arabia, 51. Them schmata heads, man. Nice headgear, though. God, I love I love the little... What are the little pointed things in the corners there? The little... Uh, is that just to hold the rest uh, of it down? Uh, I don't know. You tell me, man. Well, you're, let's you're find people. out. I'm telling you, man. It's the most important investigative work that we can do is checking out headgear, because that's, that's the world's biggest problem, is that competing headgear. I hate this pool, 23. Israel, 21. Canada, 18. We are dangerous, man. I'm going to come after your ass. 
Iraq 15, India 3, and Pakistan's got the big O. This is Neil Rogers. And the big bomb. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Baby, launch a couple missiles toward a place we know. Absolutely. Name a matter fella whose first name begins with L. There's one thing we all understand. Oh my God. Al Qaeda won't be finished until we blow up Pakistan. We could chase them around forever With our tanks and all our troops Rock solid Special forces are so tired Of jumping through them hoops You know we need another plane Let's cut out all the nonsense And go blow up Pakistan yeah, let's get busy. What do you say? Get on it. Now, Peter needs a nuclear tank. Why don't we stop pussyfoot and go blow up Pakistan? Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, boom, boom. It's 1101 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday. Yesterday. Can't believe I did that for myself, can you? No, you're gonna have to do it over now. No, I'm not. I don't have to, and I'm not gonna. How do you like that? I do like this. I'll tell Paul Simon. A lot. Crap. Absolutely. And my life I'll tell you one thing. Anybody who don't like Paul Simon must be anti-semantic. I'll tell you that right now. 5670560. Don't forget that big draft party coming up on Saturday. Let's take a look at that schedule the rest of the day. It's Geldy Free. Oh, thank God. Oh, brother. Data, rest your eardrums a little bit. We got uh, the ponderous Kimba Boat Camper 2 to 4 this afternoon in that revolving slot. Don't forget, Barry Jackass says that Evan Cohen was auditioned on the air Sunday morning, even though uh, Clarabelle denies that. And, of course, his response was, well, we're trying to improve our weekend programming. If that, if that is the case, then how come I don't see Evan Cohen's name on the schedule for next weekend? This coming. Do you see his name on there anywhere? No, but, you know, I see change. Curtis. I see Len, Lenny Martez. I see the Crow. Oh, my God. I don't see no Evan Cohen on there. So, for really, if that's the truth, I, this, uh, this Clarabelle man, he picked up right where his predecessor left off. You know what I'm saying? In many ways. First and foremost, beyond <laughs> that one. It's a company policy, man. Don't ever tell the truth. The truth will set somebody free, and we don't want to do that. 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon Singular wireless line. George's performance last week, your thoughts. What's that movie we were talking about yesterday, American Dreams with a Z? Now, we had one call okay. on that when the right. phone was still working a little bit, and the guy said it sucked. I'm sure somebody saw it. WQAM, hello. Hello? 
Yes, sir. Hi, Neil, please. Speaking. Oh, Neil, hi. How you doing? I, got, I just need to know if you uh, received the fact that I sent earlier regarding uh, how we can get together and stop this oil problem. The facts that you sent? I sent one earlier. I don't know if it's been received yet. No, it hasn't been received. It's still working its way through the system. I see. Okay. In a nutshell, let me just give it to you. If everyone who's buying Exxon and Mobil gasoline just buys another brand for an entire for the rest of the year, we could like just sh- shut them down. At least they could start uh, being more competitive as far as the prices go. Well, just well, buy well, another well, gas. I don't understand. What does that mean? In other words, like Amoco is cheaper than Exxon? Is that it what you're telling me? It doesn't matter. But if nobody's buying Exxon or Mobil gasoline, what about Shell? Are they giving any bargains out? I don't understand what you're talking about. It's going to have to force them to be more competitive and drop the price if nobody's buying gas from their stations at all. You must be in a dream world, man. Tell me when the drug shipment comes in, okay? Don't anybody buy Exxon, okay? And then they're going to drop that price. Nobody's going to buy Exxon because this guy called the show and said don't buy it. Oh, my God. You're right. Like that. Yeah. Good God. Thank God for that. No, I never got that fax. No, well, he must have dreamed it, you know. Maybe he was hallucinating about sending the facts just like he was with his crap that nobody's going to go to Exxon because he called some stupid talk show. Jesus, God Almighty. Yeah, that's going to solve the problem. Don't buy certain brands, man. Go buy that real cheap gas. You know, the kind of, you know, like they sell at some of the mini marts, the kind of gas that you wouldn't put in your motor scooter, much less in your car. Yeah. Go buy some of that crap. It's gasish. Yeah, right. It's like 80% water and 20% uh, something. Rubbing alcohol. Right. I was going to say gas, but then, of course, I had to drop something there, and Joyce would get all upset. Joyce, Joyce is the anti-gas lady. Forget about that. What's that Beano stuff? Uh, forget about that. That costs a lot of money. Just call up Joyce. She'll, like, wave her magic wand, and you'll never have gas again. She's the gas eliminator. 899 votes. Look at that. We're going to have 900 by, like, 1106. Aren't you excited about that? What's going on here today? I don't know. I guess maybe the audience is coming back after George being on. That's right. It's, just a, it's it just a little joke. It's just. It's. Are you yeah, crazy? Whatever. They want you back on oh, now, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They want you right. back on uh, now. No. Go yeah. ahead. Crazy person. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I didn't get a jingle in on that. I think I had a time time for a jingle. CKFW. Nice. Nice. Uh, let me ask you something. What, what are the odds that I could ever do that again in a million years? That, no, that, that, that was, was special. That was that, li- that just, a live moment. That scared my the, my bowels started twitching when that happened. That was like the, the, the cart we got there where the guy calls in when the bird is sitting there cackling, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that ricky-ticky. And then all of a sudden, they, the song was the Red Rubber Ball by The Circle. Remember that? Right. And he, like, he uh, talked it up. That, that's that. We just had a moment in radio greatness, and nobody will ever know about it because we're on that's the station, right. man. And, and what has it got to do with the heat? And last night's big win. Yeah. Huh? Even Norma Kent was at that ball game last night. Instead of like doing some studious work and uh, something important, he's busy at some stupid basketball game, where there's all black guys on the court and all white people in the stands. There's something really strange about that. Kind of reminds me of the uh, Romans and the Christians. You know what? You have to wear white when you go to the games. Is that what it is? It's a, now, do they also have, like, the white pom-poms, like at the, uh, well, well, I'm trying to think of who that is. Is that the Sabre crowd? That, one of the hockey teams are doing that with the white, uh, you know. Or maybe that's the Canadiens, the Frogs. Gets a little bit old, you know. And like Trent Lott with the pom-poms, you know. People are starting to talk. You fairy. WQAM, hello. Real men don't wave pom-poms. QAM. Hi, Neil. Um, the reason I'm calling you is because I know you're a big Bee Gees fan. Yes. And uh, I heard you playing Nights on Broadway earlier. 
I just wanted to tell you that they have an album called uh, Here at Last, BG's Live, and it has all the all their you know older hits, and they're a little bit more up tempo, and and I found to like them a lot better than the studio version. So you might want to be uh, a chance to get that album or CD, and uh, you know. Hopefully you'll like it. I, I know I like it a lot better than the studio versions because the, the studio versions I can't, are I can't stand. I can't stand live uh, CDs. I can't stand you that. You know what? I'm, I'm usually with you on it. that, but this Despise is pretty good. Despise it. Well, it's pretty good. You know, give it a try. Okay. All right, Neil. Thanks. Thanks. See, why, why would I want to do that? When, I, when I've got this one here, and I don't recall, why, why did I do that? I guess because I saw the Bee Gees thing on Biography that night, remember, uh, several months right. ago? And I got inspired because a lot of their music is pretty good, even though a lot of you don't want to admit it because it makes you sound gay. That's okay. I mean, uh, what's his name? Barry. He he was the one who did the high falsetto, right, Barry? Right. I, I guess. I don't know. I, yes. I thought they what all did. you guess? I thought they all Barry. Uh, No, Barry was the there. one who did the leads. Come on. Barry with the leads. Oh, no, beard. he did the leads, but they, they B harmonized. B is in beard. B is in Beasley. B is in boy. B is in bitch. Joyce. Oh. See, I don't know how anybody can say now, although I will say this, but he, but he finally starts singing. It is in a very high, in a high register. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that. Maybe Geldy could have been the uh, next beat. Once Morris fits the dust. What do you think? I think he should be our audition. No, he actually doesn't start with a high Don't eat that burger, Morris. And whatever you do, don't go to Mount Sinai. They'll kill you. Well, we don't have time for that. Maybe a little bit later, though. I think there is something in there i got to bleep out. Remind me to. Or, or not. Guess what, Joyce? We don't care anymore. We're sick and tired of all your dictatorial crap. We don't. We're, we're tired of it. In fact, uh, when, when Josh goes in to see Joe Bell about your deal this afternoon, we shouldn't tell him that, too, okay? We're tired of some bitch over in Naples telling us you can't say this and you can't. In fact, she's not just a regular, ordinary bitch. Are you aware of that? Uh, you know what kind of bitch she is? I do that. They say our love is taboo. She, she belongs behind bars, so I guess she would be a prison bitch. Joyce. We're sick of it, okay? We're sick and tired of it. You want more than the Rogers show, Mr. Bell? Then let us do a show, okay? Let us do a show. Unshackle this show. Remember that song by Ray Charles, Unshackle this show? No. Unchain, unchain my heart? That's what they say in Little Havana, unchain my heart. Look at that. Higher gas prices cause you to back, cut back on spending. 54% yes, 45% no. You wait till the end of the year, man, and this gas thing continues, and it will as the summertime approaches. Everything else is going to go. The food, you know, everything is going skyrocketing. And this wonderful economy that they're rambling and babbling about, it's going to go right in the old crapper. Look at that. Did you see those gas pumps on there they just showed? Nope. Now, people would just stop buying gas at Exxon and Mobile. <laughs> and, and everywhere else. <laughs> I think somebody disconnected that guy's tube. Wow. He's kind of like the Terry Schiavo of talk radio. 900 and some odd. 913 on that poll. Which country represents the world's greatest threat today? Which is the country with all the nuclear weapons that seems to be invading everybody else because we don't want them to have them? Because we make up a lot of crap. Because we want their oil is what it all boils down to. We put the oil in boil. USA, 410. Four, uh, yeah, 410. There's nobody even close. Iran, 145. 
China, 130. About 30, man. North Korea, 93. Saudi Arabia, 51. That's, that was on 51 last time I read these. Boy, you people are sure getting suckered in by those Saudis. Maybe they like the uh, way they dress. That must be it. Or maybe they like the way they uh, decapitate people, like down there at the uh, chop, chop Chop Square. Isn't that what they call it? Okay. No, I, that it is. That's what they call it, Chop Chop Square. You saw that in Fahrenheit 9-11 where uh -huh. they just chopped the guy's head off, and they didn't even do a very good job of it. Either. Israel, 24. They can have the bombs because there's a lot of influential Jews over there. So, uh, you know, I hate this poll, 23. Canada, 18. Especially when that frog, Kretchen, was the PM, man. That's when they were dangerous. Calling Bush a jackass or a moron, whatever it was he said. Iraq, 15. India, 3. And Pakistan's got solamente uno. Only one. And that's because most of these people would know where to find India or Pakistan on the map. If you want to find India, just look at that little turd underneath it. It's called Sri Lanka. It used to be Ceylon. That, that's a helpful way. You know kind of how we do, like, word association? Uh-huh. So, no, seriously, in terms of geography, which most Americans are very bad at. Like, remember the college students at U of M? Oh, a few years every ago? year. And they, they keep doing that stuff. And they can't find the kids from New York can't find New York City on the map. Well, New York City is kind of easy to find because they also have, like, that turd sitting off there uh, called Long Island. So it's kind of like pretty easy, to, but they still couldn't find it. And then there was a whole bunch of U.M. punks that couldn't find Florida on the map with both hands. And then there was a whole bunch of them couldn't find their rectum with both hands either. I don't believe that one. Oh, yeah. They might find your uh, rectum with one hand, but each not, other. not their own. Oh, each other, yeah, no problem. That's U.M. Just ask Robert Creeper, he'll tell you. 1113 at 560 WQM. We got Kim Bocamper at 2 this afternoon. I bet you we're going to be draft intensive, baby. Oh, you know what they're probably going to be? Yeah. Intensive because the Heat won again last night. Let's go, Heat. Oh. oh, yeah, I'm really into that. Not. We got the Raptors here. They suck. How's their playoffs coming? Just like the Leafs. Just like the Panthers. You know, how many, how many years, how many more years are they going to bother having a franchise? One good thing about that, though, I forgot to mention this to Hank. At least Jack Martin will have a chance to choke in the playoffs this year. I've been telling you for years to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need a bed. They can deliver within a two-hour window that you choose when it's convenient for you. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants and more. And now, here's another great reason to call. We want to congratulate our good friends at Dollar Mattress because we just received a press release yesterday from the New England branch of the Better Business Bureau, which is where their headquarters are located. The Better Business Bureau gave out their annual Torch of Excellence awards, and guess what? Dollar Mattress won it again. That's the third straight year that they've won it based on the basis of honesty, integrity, ethics, and all the markets they serve from Maine to Miami. So many places you can buy a mattress, but rest assured that when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking with a company you can trust that's going to give you the best deal all the way around. You don't have to go out there schlepping and wasting a lot of expensive gas. That's right. Just sit there on your ass, speaking of gas, and just make that easy call. And when you do talk to the folks at Dollar Mattress, pick from whatever brands you like. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. Check out mattress.com on the web for all the styles and sizes, too. So do what I've been doing for years. Do the smart thing, the easy piece of shopping. Call the number one choice in betting in the universe. Dial a mattress toll-free. It's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous, sensational saving. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, that was it? Another yeah, stunt rejoin? Okay. Oh, no rush. God, Neil. No problem. You know, whenever you're ready. All right. I'm ready. Just two young Duke boys, ever meaning no harm. Accused of beating a stripper, got in trouble with the law. Now they wish they weren't born. Watching her curves, high in her hills. Who'll prove they're innocent now? Well, their lawyers probably will. Making their way 
singer on most I'm of these. Not denying, you, see, you haven't seen these videos. Oh, yeah, I have. Have you? You better get with your sure. Time Life series, man. You better start getting serious with the, your Time Life series. Actually, that's pretty good. I got that Time Life. Which one is this? The uh, huh? 70s? 70s music explosion Time Life? Remember where I got all those? I, we were right. like, uh, testing George before the show every morning. Played like about two notes. Mm-hmm. And he got a oh, couple fun. of them right. Yeah, a couple. I actually did pretty good. Uh, David Cooper, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that. I'm not going to dump it, though. I-, I don't like using people's last names, but he wouldn't have put it on there if he minded. Plus, it's such a common name anyway, right? Right. Uh, speaking of that, how's Anderson's pooper? So David says, on a fact, so I happen to be one who loves the bedtime stories, reads quite a lot of stories on the website, thank God, as well as many other sites. Here are a couple I thought were very interesting you may enjoy. Now, the first one, the John Dean one, was on our website. So get with it, David. Come on. He says, I apologize if you already covered them. I don't want to type your fax machine. Machine. So if you're interested, they can be found at. And then the first one's on our website, the John Dean one. Of course, most people in America don't know John Dean from Jimmy Dean, from Howard Dean, right? Right. From Dean Jones. Oh, remember Dean Jones? Boy, he sure was bad. And then there was all, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, speaking of bad singers, Jack Jones. Remember him? Oh, yeah, Love Boat. He would get out of here. Terrible. Jack Jones. Plus, he had, the thing I remember about him, he had like a funky nose. You know, the tip of his nose looked like he had bad plastic surgery. Also, he's got another one on here. It says, why Natalie Holloway is lucky she's not around to make accusations, blah, blah, blah. An article about why the Fox A-holes are so obsessed with Natalie Holloway. I might have to check that out. Thank you, David. Why are they obsessed with that? And, well, and now that, uh, what's her name, Rita Cosby's over on MSNBC, why the hell can't they just leave it to that bitch? Well, she is just... Every one of these stories, man, it's the epitome of what I've been screaming about for years, ever since we go back to the Michael Jackson deal and the O.J. deal and Alienito, all of those. Media just... You're a bunch of crazy people, okay? You're insane. You're lunatics. You're grave robbers. They're, they're on this Duke thing, man, like stink on uh, the Beasleys. Just incredible. All over it. And then somebody faxes in, like, I'm supposed to care about this, John Edwards, to appear at U.M. to support striking janitors. Well, that's why you can't spell scum without U.M., because the janitors are on strike. Former Democratic vice presidential candidate John Edwards will appear today in support of a strike by U of M contract workers. They've been on strike at the university since early March over alleged unfair labor. Well, you know what we're going to do? Bring all them illegal aliens over to U.M. Bring them into Gables and turn them all loose. Does that sound good? Yeah, they're scabby anyway. Yeah, let all the scabs get loose there in the Gables, man. It worked for like 50, 50 cent an hour. Maybe even lower than that. Yeah, 50 cent an hour. How do you like them apples? I don't like John Edwards. He, he strikes me as being as phony as a $46 bill. I don't like him at all. Plus, he's a drawl, a drawling yahoo, you know? I, I, I can't help it. I, I do admit it's one of my weak points. I try to be uh, fair. Yeah, I'm, a bigoted, right. I'm a bigoted old... I'm, they call me Bob, a bigoted old bastard. And I just, I, I'm just not into drawling yahoos. I just have a thing about that. I don't like him. Yeah. What kind he's of thing? 
Yeah, he's one of them. He's probably one of your neighbors up there in the Carolinas. Probably. Nothing could be finer than get the hell out of Carolina. And all you Goyam out there, you can have South Carolina, by the way. It's all urine. That's right. It's all urine. WQAM, hello. All our people? WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, it's Woody. Woody oh, Graver. Boy. Yeah, I know. There's How about those one. Sabres? Yeah. My team. Yeah. The game on, on Saturday was, was tremendous. Yeah, the game last night. Well, and I noticed that uh, Ken Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock, was pretty embarrassed after the game last night. They saw his post-mortem afterward. He was pretty uh, long in the tooth. Yeah, I wish I'd seen that game last night. I couldn't I couldn't catch that one. Boy, they kicked their ass. Don't oh, start with the hockey not. talk now. Who paid you to make this call? The guys across the street? <laughs> start talking hockey and sabotage the show? We already got I, that I'm from the inside. I'm I got my white We don't need that from now. You know something? I'm rooting for the Sabres, too, and not just after yesterday. The first game, you know, you got to pick somebody to root for. And since I have both of my teams uh, sucked wind, right. uh, i got to root for the Sabres. Hey, oh, and last I, night on the Buffalo News, they showed, see, because we only get the network uh, thing on the NBC thing, so we don't get the regional one. But they showed uh, Jennerette's call of the winning goal in overtime in the first game. It, uh, it was sensational. He's, he's uh, just great. He is. He is awesome. He I mean, really he, he's no he's no Dave Van Boring, but you know, he's doing the best he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he puts you to sleep, Dave Van Boring. Yeah, he's pathetic. Ah, uh, totally, totally. He's not as good as Rich Waltz, but he's working on it. <laughs> Listen, I, I grow mangoes in my backyard. Can I get nuclear weapons? Too? Yes. Yep. I'll oh, great. You, George will send you out a couple right now, as a matter of fact. All right. Hey, I sent George an email. I hope he gets it. Okay. Down to look for it. Okay. Send him some good uh, some good stuff. Sigourney Weaver wants the good stuff, and George would like to have a little uh, something left over, too. Oh, good something, stuff. something, sure. 5670560. How do you like that? Woody Graber, we love the Sabres. They're kicking ass. I tell you, I like Lindy Ruff. He's having some tough times. His daughter's got, like, some kind of a brain thing, you know. But she's going to be all right, I guess. He's a good guy. He actually loved this show when he was uh, the assistant coach with the Panthers. He was one of him and Pat Riley are about the only two sport. And of course, Doug McLean, my good buddy Doug McLean, who had the wisdom to hire your buddy Rimmer, get him out of town. <laughs> That's the good news. I forgot to tell you, George. Haven't heard from Rimmer in a long time. Wow. That's why I'm in a good mood. Oh! WQAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Well, why should he call? I can't buy him any meals. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, I'm doing fine. Hey, uh, about about Dave from Boring. Uh, this is what uh, he's been. He's been uh, broadcasting since 1969. Is that yeah. right? I don't know. You're asking me. Well, I know, uh, he, I know he did the Expos games when you were on the internet. I know he did that because nobody would put him on the air. No, no, but uh, but uh, he he's been broadcasting for a long time now. If he if he's really that bad, then how how can you think he he survived all these years? Well, let me ask you something. Jack, years. Brick, Jack Brickhouse broadcast for the Cubs for 170 years, and he's one of the worst I ever heard Horrible. in my life. Horrible. Okay. Yeah. I can do better than him. Well, there you go. Okay, I just answered the question. No extra charge. Chris Christine Moore. That's like the booster gave me that crap at a hockey game one time years ago. I was telling him how bad Chris Moore was. That's back in the day in the old Miami arena. He says, well, yeah, but he's working in the NHL. I said, there's a lot of bad people working in the NHL. Okay. Oh, my God. You can, a lot of bad people doing sports on here. Just because somebody got a job somewhere. Maybe they had some naked pictures like, uh, yeah, or maybe like Robert the Creeper. If I've told you once, I've told you nine times about his story. What's 27 that? past 11 at QM. At the melting pot, fondue becomes more than just a meal. It's a memorable four-course dining experience where you can uh, really dip into something different. Enjoy a wide variety of unique entrees and special melting pot dipping sauces. Man, there's nothing like going in there and dipping the good stuff. Imagine starting dinner with a melting pot's renowned cheese fondue served with three different breads, granny smith apples, and crisp veggies. Next, your choice is salads, all with the melting pot's homemade dressings. Entrees include lobster, filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello mushrooms, duck, and more cooked in oil or broth, whichever you like. And those melting pot dipping sauces are out of this world. See, back in the beginning when the melting pot started many, many moons ago, I think it's back when I was on Zeta and I was talking melting pot. 
And they, it was very good, but they only had like a very limited menu and just a few things. Now they've expanded it, and it's just out of this world. And for dessert, the chocolate fondue is really special. Dip fresh your fruit, stick your fruits in there, man. Strawberries, bananas, pineapple, cheesecake, brownies, topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos and graham crackers. Just stick them in that like melted chocolate. Even Ray Nagin would be impressed. And they also got not just the dark chocolate, they got the white chocolate, too. So it's so sickeningly sweet, it'll just send you into orbit. Your blood sugar goes like, zooming through the roof. The melting pot in Fort Lauderdale, Coral Springs, Boca, North Miami Beach, Cooper City, and Kendall. You can't beat it. And if, so if you're tired of the same old pedestrian stuff, this is a great place to go out for a real treat. The melting pot, dip it into something really different. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. Wait, please. Hey, we won the World Series. <laughs> Hi, I'm David Sampson, and I used to sound like this until I met that queen at Supercut. <sighs> I'm looking for a new home for my world champion, Marlins. And I don't like sharing a stadium with big, stinky football players. <clears throat> I had my heart set on a new stadium, but my dreams were all dashed because of that Hank Goldberg. Well, it's not going to happen now, and it's all your fault, Hank. Oh, your fault. <laughs> I'm certain we'll be welcomed as liberators with flowers and candy in a new city like uh, San Antonio. <laughs> Put that in your pink pipe and smoke it, huh? If you don't want the Marlins anymore, I'll just take them home with me all for myself to play in my own backyard. So put that in your lost column, Florida. And remember, there's nothing more important in life than the grab-ass faggery of man-on-man sports. Looking for a home for the Marlins or a home rodeo. You get a lot of big sports. Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio, WQAM. This could be the worst uh, hit song of all time. Don't you think? It's in the running. It's not. It's not for me. Oh, it's one of them. Bottom ten. Bottom two. If you got a problem, don't care what it is. You need a hand, I can assure you this. I can help. Go, 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 go. Billy Swan. I can help. You fairy. Billy Swan, that's it. Did you look it up? No, no, that's, that's immediately it's just one of those uh, things rattling over my head. Boy, when that thing was big, it was played air. E- even on stage, yeah. they were playing like classical music. They played that. Oh, corn, corn. Man, that thing was just horrible, awful. I can help. My oh, please, somebody help us. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're very phone call intensive today because we got to make our quota from yesterday. Kind of like the uh, FHP. Got to make our quota. Like the city of Plantation, there on the new Hiatus Road, under the new uh, palm trees or whatever those trees are in the median, you know. As opposed to the old hiatus road where they're losing all their business. WQAM, hello. You know, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Chris Moron, Christina Moron, yes. and uh, Boog Shelby. Uh, last week when the Gilded One came on the radio, I reached for the radio dial and I don't blame you. went across the street. And O-R-O-N. Yeah. There they were, just like in the good old days. The Boogster and Christina Moron. Hello, oh, my brother. Geez. How are you, my brother? Oh. Nice to see you, my brother. Okay, getting Christina Moron's in-depth analysis of the of, of the upcoming NFL draft. <sighs> I proceeded to drive off the road and crash my car. Oh, now Christina's an analyst, huh? Yes, he is. 
Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. Amazing. What, yeah. what a choice, huh? But, you know, one thing about the booster, man, he latches on to some of the books. He's he, you know, got a lot of talent on the play-by-play side. He's not a talk host. I always said that even when he was on his station. But he latches on to the biggest losers, you know, between uh, LeBastard and yeah. Christina Moran. I don't know what that's all about. Can, can you imagine just, you know, being on um, searching the radio waves and having to choose between the gelded one and listening to that? Maybe that's why uh, no sports radio is the way to go for the future. I'd rather have my hair set on fire and put out with a sledgehammer. <laughs> okay. Have a nice day. Good work, Pally. Don't do it again. That was good. See, I told you, if you take 40,000 calls, man, you get a gem in the rough like that one. Uh-huh. Like in the Lindy Ruff. Uh, oh, there's Mark Felt. I wonder where uh, Nick Jones is. Well, he's looking pretty old, Mark. Your daughter didn't know. No. How did you do that? Just maneuvered round and up. What did he say, manure? I think he maneuvered said a lot of manure. WQAM, hello. He's, he's ready for QM management. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I was wondering if uh, one more time, since it's not going to be around much longer before Angelina has her baby, if you could play that bit about the little baby inside of her belly. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Would it be great? <laughs> yes, sir. I'll uh, work on it. Oh, it's Angelina's fetus talk. And that's now, right. a word from the oh. unborn child. Well, that's from Angelina long. Jolie and Brad Pitt. Hello, I am the unborn child of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. My life is going to be great. Look, I have such a huge chance of being hot and sexy. My father is handsome and my mommy is beautiful. pre-birth monologue from the unborn baby of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. The Big H Golden.
just in. Wait, hold it. Yeah. Defendant in a court. Look at that. In Washington, D.C., last November. Just As in. you all know, the Honorable Judge Bailey set a trial date for July 10th in this matter. Okay, that's the Aduka lacrosse team rape case, okay? And again, what she said, I wrote it down just to make sure I get it right. Because yesterday my Alzheimer's kicked in. Plus, I was suffering my QM allergies real bad from coming back from vacation. But that uh, the other stripper, she said, how can I, now, see, I wrote it down, but I can't find it. How can I spin this to my best advantage? That was exactly what she said. How can I spin this to my best advantage? In other words, getting off whatever charges she had pending against uh, her, being the low life that she probably is, or maybe, who, who knows? You know. uh, and so, so where's the credibility? Where's the beef? You know what I'm saying? She's full of crap. So she just made it up, and now she's embellishing it. Oh, my God, how can they dare let these uh, slime balls off? And what they did to her, you gotta... oh, now they're showing a picture of this diver. You see this guy? And I bet yeah, he, yeah. Hits the, he hits the board. Oh, geez. All the time. Oh, nasty. <laughs> they're going to show that how many thousand times today? About 30, man. Oh, man. I hate when that happens, don't you? No, whatever. Wow. I hate when Darren Kagan happens. Oh, Kagan yeah, I can't again. stand that bitch. There's Mrs. Limbaugh on there pretending to be like uh, some objective urinalist. Man, we used to like her a little bit. Now we hate her like poison because it probably rubbed off. This, before the break, I, I, this, this is the most bizarre thing. I, I gave you a little of this before the show today, just like uh, Clarabelle gave us a little of his BS before the show. By the way, Josh, go in there and look, kick his ass. What? No, I'm serious. I want you to go in there and, and rant and rave and carry on and just start screaming and uh, waving your arms and flopping around like uh, a crazy person. I'm going to have to. Good. I thought you said he made you a good offer. No, he did. This that's, is over and above. What, this is over and above what was on the table before. No, it's the same offer, but uh, it's a good but, offer. But different. No, I want. I want you to get more. Tell him Neil says unless you get more, he's not coming in tomorrow. I need Mo. Really? I can't handle that. Never thought we'd hear that. I guess we're gonna have to do the break first, because otherwise get way behind. Boy, that thing with the diver hitting his head on the board. Oh man, why do they do that to us? What is wrong with you people there at CNN? Let's see it again. This is Neil Rogers. And again, this is 560 QAM. Neil. God? I have strong confidence in Don Rumsfeld. I hear the voices, but I'm the decider, and I decide what is best, and what's best is for Don Rumsfeld to remain as the Secretary of Defense. Rummy's staying here. I'm not going to dump him. I don't care what anyone says. I ain't going to bump him. You want me to accent for screwing up Iraq, but I'm going to keep him for staying on my track. I know I've kept Cheney, who shoots his own buddies. I know that New Orleans is still pretty muddy. You say I'm a moron for a prima donna, but I'm the commander. I do what I want. I'm the decider. I don't have to think straight. I don't care what you say. You're not going to stop me. I'm the decider, and I'm keeping rummage. I will decide and keep on dividing. The mine's a final decision, and Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine job. Fine job. Fine job. Vicky Lawrence. No. It's not? Like the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian, and the... Um... Ocean. Right. Sorry. Put your gland in the hand. I don't think Joyce will allow us to play that. So anyway, here's this bizarre story. 
The airlines have come up with a new answer to an old question, how many passengers can be squeezed into economy class? A lot more, it turns out, especially if an idea still in the early stages should catch on. Standing room only seats. <laughs> now, you can't really call those seats now, can you? Well, it says seats in quote, quotation marks. Airbus has been quietly pitching the standing room only option to Asian carriers, though none of it's agreed to, uh, been agreed to it yet. Passengers in the standing section would be propped up against the padded backboard, kind of like a, a surfing in the air, held right. in place with a harness, according to experts who have seen a proposal. But short of that option, carriers have been slipping another row or two of seats into coach by using stronger, lighter materials that allow for slimmer seat backs. The thinner seats theoretically could be used to give passengers more legroom, but in practice, the airlines have been keeping the amount of space between rows the same to accommodate additional rows. In other words, they're a bunch of grave robbers. They want your money. They're not going to give you more legroom. The result is an additional six seats on a typical Boeing 737 for a total of 156 and as many as 12 new seats on a 757 for a total of 200. The developments result from several factors. Higher fuel costs. Higher fuel costs make it difficult for carriers to turn a profit. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. You and your Saudi buddies, your bunk butt buddies, Bandar Bush and all them Bin Laden's man that flew out of here on 912. The new seat technology alone, when used to add more places for passengers, can add millions in additional annual, re annual revenue. The new designs also reduce the seat's weight by up to 15 pounds, helping fuel consumption. A typical seat in economy class now weighs 70, 42 pounds. I got a good idea also. How about, like, not letting real super fat people uh, on the plane? I think they already started doing that, charging extra. Did they? I think they started charging by the pound. Good. So once you take your shoes off and your socks and you go through that thing where they screen you and look at you naked, then you got to hop on the scale, okay? Right. So don't be eating, like, none of that uh, crap food in the airport before you go uh, through the security because then you're going to, like, pay extra. With the airlines trimming the size of the seats back in coach, they're installing seats as thick and heavy as ever in first and business class, thank God, and going to great lengths to promote them. That's because each passenger in such a seat can generate several times the revenue of a coach traveler. Like yours truly, man, I'm paying for a lot of you slobs out there. I don't fly no coach. Oh, my God, the thought of that back with them peons. That would be like going to Woodbine and sitting around with all them slime balls that came out there on the TTC on the bus. Oh, <laughs> just the smell of it. 1,016 votes, it's not even noon yet. And we got 10.15. Aren't you excited? Medium. It's a damn good thing it's not 10.15 because I, I go back to bed. I think I got meningitis. I think I got like a stiff neck. You got men in what? Uh, men in uh, aftershave. Right. I, I would say men in aftershave is like one step away from Old Spice as far as being really bad. No no real man, not even a make-believe man like me uses menin. No real, no real menin? menin? Huh? I don't know what I got. I think it's electric shave or something. Oh, that's even worse. Not sure what it is. Might be God, like use enough of that green stuff, you'll become a Mennonite. Aqua velva or something. I have no idea what it Aqua is. Aqua velva. Now, that's okay, actually. Aqua velva. I'm not sure what it is. It's green. Oh, green. Yeah. Looks like it came yeah. out of the latrine. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon. So if I sound a little off my feet, it's because I am, and George is like in a real bad way. He's Any like second now, you could pass out. Or, or pass both. out on right. the floor. Or yeah, he's not looking too good. No. Really? I'm looking green. Don't sound too good. Don't be calling in sick tomorrow if this is a build-up for that, because I just might not uh, participate tomorrow either. Now let's both take the day Josh might have to play music. No, we don't want to play that He's getting the big bucks. That's right. What he's got that new deal going. That's right. Oh, I hate this song, and I hate Dave Loggins, too. Don't you hate this song? I, not only did I not like it, but then I heard it way too many times. Exactly. Please come to Boston for the springtime. No. I'm staying here with some friends. Yeah, let's meet at the, uh, what the hell's the, uh, Quincy Market. What do you say? Ever been to the Quincy Market? No, never been to Get the Boston. Get some of that good chowder. Boston. Some of them great clam strips. Mmm, man. 
Good food in Boston, man. Except the, uh, I'll say it again, I know a lot of people get PO'd when I say it, but it's true. The Italian food in the North End, highly, highly overrated. North End of uh, Boston is supposed to be really great Italian food. Forget about it. Sucks. And I've tried several of those different establishments there, and it's just uh, not good. Nished good, man. It's crap. You want really good Italian food? Well, 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. WDQAM, hello. QAM. You think I in Canada? Yeah, there you go. I knew it. Uh, it Very good, Pally. I knew you could do it. I knew you could spit it out. And I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time. Look at that phone, man. Is that thing lit up like a Hanukkah bush or what? No. Nothing. Dead as a doornail. Our goal is to take 4,000 calls today. I guess they're, they probably can't outdo that guy that called earlier about uh, his radio accident with Boog and uh, Chris Moron. That was one of our stellar calls. That was good stuff. No, I like the uh, the gas prices got best. The gas prices got was finally excellent. Came Don't buy Exxon. That's going to bring the guy. If everybody just waits, his four go anywhere. chain facts finally came I'm beginning to wonder about this phone now. Oh, okay. Starting to get a little a little bit nervous about this phone. WDQAM, hello. We can now safely say it puts Pat Quinn in the basket. Yeah, okay, good. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. You ain't no Pat Quinn, mister, okay? I'll guarantee you that. You ain't no mighty Quinn. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. That guy only wishes he get paid a million and a half next year for not working. Yes, sir. Uh, I, was, I wanted to call in. I heard you talking about uh, Exxon making the uh, record profits. That's uh, Bush's number one contributor to his campaign was Exxon yeah. Mobil. What a surprise, huh? Scumbag. Halliburton is making money for a... Uh, an alleged uh, pipeline that never got built. It's nothing but a big ditch, and they're making $100,000 every second or something like that for it. It's just it's unbelievable the way they put yeah, it raped, and they, they seem to enjoy it. They like it's it. It's kind of like that pipeline deal that they were trying to push with the Taliban. And they that had is correct. The Taliban over here visiting mm-hmm. and giving them pomp and circumstance. Well, speaking of the Taliban, you remember we uh, were supposedly all done with them, and we got rid of them. They killed uh, four Canadians over there in Afghanistan, the peacekeepers over the weekend, four more dead, because the Taliban are out of control again. So. Uh, not the Canadians. Anything but the Canadians. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anything but those dangerous Canadians. And according to the audience out there, man, they're dangerous. Which country represents the world's greatest threat today? 1,027 votes. The USA, 460. They're in a leak of their own. Iran, 160. I mean, Iran, 169. Got to say it right now. China, 146. North Korea, 106. Saudi Arabia, 56, as in Q, 56. Maybe if we wore some Saudi uh, headgear, people would like us better. And then we could start pumping ethyl. Oh, you do it. I'll start. I, I hate this pool 25, Israel 24, Canada 21. Oh, the dangerous Canadians, man. All you hosers, look out now. Iraq 15, Pakistan 3, and India 3. I say those Pakistan Indians, if they want to kill each other, well, have a good time. Right. Oh, here's that story about uh, federal immigration authorities arrested 183 fugitives, other illegal immigrants in Florida alone last week. The state's largest roundup in a single week, officials said yesterday. The arrest included people convicted of sex offenses, child abuse, cocaine trafficking, and weapons violations, and looking at people cross-eyed. They were originally from 26 countries and most eventually will be deported. Deported. You know, this whole thing about guest worker programming, stop and think about that. Guest worker my ass, you know? Well, what, right. what does that mean? We already have it, first of all. It's wrong. And, guest uh, worker it's a bunch program. of crap. Just a fancy, uh, you know, dolled-up name for letting people come in illegally and then work and take people's jobs and... Uh, Provide right. for cheap labor for a bunch of grave robbers. That's all it is. Just another way of uh, phrasing it. Of the 183 arrested, 130 were fugitives who had already been ordered deported by an immigration judge. The remaining 53 were also illegal immigrants who happened to be present when fugitives were taken into custody. They just happened to be in the wrong place. 95 of those arrested in South Florida, 35 in Tampa, 30 in Jacksonville, About 30, man. and 23 in Orlando. 
The fugitive operation is separate from another ice-led crackdown on employers who hire and harbor illegal immigrants. Those are the ones that ought to get the gas. That's right. All these employers that are hiring because they want cheap, 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 cheap labor. And so what if they hired, what if they paid a couple bucks more an hour and we had to pay a little bit more for those goods? We sure as hell wouldn't be paying as much as we're paying for that gas. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Oh, I just dropped, just dropped a CD on the floor. I don't want to do that. That's bad. Oh, and there's a very lengthy article, which I wouldn't dream of reading this, because it would take, like, till midnight. Seymour Hersh in The New Yorker. Would President Bush go to war to stop Tehran from getting the bomb? But I do have a couple of paragraphs uh, here I might just uh, diddle with in a minute. Okay, can I do that? Please. I might diddle with them. And there's poor Charlie Sheen. And then Tom Cruise says the birth was really very spiritual. Hey, Tom, get some help. You fair. Crazy person. Uh-huh. Oh, here it is, the story about Halliburton. That's what I was searching for, that I just told the caller about. A no-bid Halliburton project in Iraq could cause nightmares for President Bush and Vice President Cheney after the failed project got front-page treatment in today's New York Times. The article begins by describing Army inspectors' view of a gargantuan trench, which was supposed to be a glimmering achievement in the U.S. rebuilding of Iraq's oil infrastructure. That's where they were going to stick the tube. The project, called the Fatah Pipeline Crossing, had been a critical element of the $2.4 billion no-bid reconstruction contract that Halliburton subsidiary had won from the Army in 2003. The spot where about 15 pipelines crossed the Tigris River had been the main link between Iraq's rich northern oil fields and the export terminals and refineries that could generate much-needed gasoline, heating fuel, and revenue for the Iraqis. For all of those reasons, the project's demise would seriously damage the American-led effort to restore the oil system and enable the country to pay for its own reconstruction. But the pipeline at Al-Fatah, whatever it is, has a wider significance as a metaphor for the entire $45 billion rebuilding effort in Iraq. Although the failures of that effort are routinely attributed to insurgent attacks, an examination of the project shows that trouble decision-making and execution have played equally important roles. The project went ahead despite warnings from experts that it could not succeed because the underground terrain was shattered and unstable, kind of like our management, unstable. It continued chewing up astonishing amounts of cash when the predicted problems bogged the work down, with a contract that allowed crews to charge as much as $100,000 a day as they waited on standby. You got that? $100,000 a day while they were kind of like hanging it out. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Dave Goldstein, but you can call me Delvey. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. From Walt Disney Productions comes the cutest little Arabs you've ever seen. Arafat, Abdullah, Jerusalem, and little Jericho, 102 Palestinians. This time, the wicked Cruella Barak is trying to separate all the little Palestinians from their happy West Bank homes. It's one explosive situation after another, with all those Palestinians scrambling for cover. Don't miss Walt Disney's newest animated feature, 102 Palestinians. Palestinians now showing in theaters everywhere. Can't wait. 12 noon at 560 WQM. How's Ariel Sharon doing, by the way? How's he doing what? Uh, with lunch. Saturday, this Saturday, it's QM's NFL draft party with the Mad Dog at Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Join Jim Maddox along with Joe Zagaki and the Big O. Oh! For all your draft day coverage. Join us at the Hooters and Pembroke Pines QM's NFL draft party this Saturday starting at 10 a.m. presented by Heineken. Heineken? So Seymour Hersh writes in The New Yorker, the Bush administration, while publicly advocating diplomacy in order to stop Iran from pursuing a nuclear weapon, has increased clandestine activities inside Iran and intensified planning for a possible major air attack. Current and former American military and intelligence officials said that Air Force planning groups are drawing up lists of targets and teams of American combat troops have been ordered into Iran undercover 
to collect targeting data to establish contact with anti-government ethnic minority groups. The officials say President Bush is determined to deny the Iranian regime the opportunity to begin a pilot program planned for this spring to enrich uranium. American and European intelligence agencies and the IAEA agree that Iran is intent, intent on developing the capability to produce nuclear weapons, but there are widely differing estimates of how long it will take and whether diplomacy, sanctions, or military action is the best way to prevent it. Iran insists that its research is for peaceful use only in keeping with the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty and that it will not be delayed or deterred. Uh. There is a growing conviction among members of the U.S. military and the international uh, community that President Bush's ultimate goal in the nuclear confrontation with Iran is regime change. Oh. Iran's President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, see, I keep trying to pronounce Ah Ahmadinejad, whatever his name is, had challenged the reality of the Holocaust and that Israel must be wiped, said that Israel must be wiped off the map. Bush and others in the White House view him as a potential Adolf Hitler, a former senior intelligence official says, that's the name they're using. They say, well, Iran gets strategic weapons and threaten another world war. Well, if we have one former uh, potential Adolf Hitler in the U.S., why not one in Iran, right? Right. For balance. A government consultant with close ties, here's the best part. A government con uh, consultant with close ties to the civilian leadership in the Pentagon said that Bush is absolutely convinced that Iran is going to get the bomb if not stopped. He said that what the president uh, believes he must do, what no Democrat or Republican elected in the future would have the courage to do, and that is saving Iran is going to be his legacy. Oh. One former defense official who still deals with sensitive issues for the Bush administration says that the military planning was premised on a belief that a sustained bombing campaign in Iran would humiliate the religious leadership and lead the public to rise up and overthrow the government. He added, I was shocked when I heard it and asked myself, what are they smoking? And it goes on. It's on our website. Seymour Hirsch. Probably came to Sonny Hirsch. I'm sure. And Crazy Legs Hirsch. 5670560. Let's get those phones smoking, baby. What are they smoking? That's what they want to know. Because we want some of it. And pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. Can we go lately to Miami? Look at that phone, man. I don't understand. Spastic, when that four-minute delay catches up, I guess that's going to kick us off again. Really weak this week. Well, of course, yesterday, you know, it was Bell South. You hear that, right. uh, Clara Bell, with that song of the dance? Well, that was Bell South. What about anything else, uh, you know, internally? What are we screwing up? Uh, name it, you know. Anything you can name, you're doing it. You're doing it, Joe. And we're waiting for this phone to go like spastic here any second, isn't it? There it is. There it goes. Oh, don't tell me that it just went out again. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Phone's hey. not ringing again. Yes. How are you doing? Hey, um, maybe you or George will uh, help me out. The movie in the, uh, in the 70s that uh, was about a car that everybody tried to stop and ends up uh, crashing against a bulldozer. A car that everybody tried to stop. Right. The driver, you know, in a bulldozer. car, I believe it was a Cobra. Car 54, where are you? Yeah. Which one? I have no idea. Oh. I, I know it, but I don't know it. Do you know it? I'll think of George it. George is going to put on his thinking Somebody cap. will call. Somebody hey. will call in and tell us. Uh, okay. That should be your biggest problem. Car, I'm moving in the 70s. There's Condoleezia. Uh -huh. the, the phone is flashing now. There was just, for one second there, I thought we were right back to where we were again yesterday. That maybe Bell South was going to, like, uh, mess with us again. I think we ought to sue their ass is what I think. Oh, gee, that would be wrong somehow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to do a talk show. The phone is our bread and butter. I mean, this is the meat and potatoes, the bread and butter, the uh, whatever, the cat's meow. And, uh, and, you know, it works basically whenever the hell they get their act together over there. Not to mention, of course, all the times that we've heard the Bell South people tinkering with it. You know what I'm talking about over the years when we hear that right. sound? You know, you know I used to think you were just about. being paranoid. No, I know I was not. I was absolutely not. They hate, they hate me like poison. Like I said, they I hate you just you, by association. Now, right, I'm sure. WQAM, hello. Hey, where's Pharrell at? What? Where's Pharrell? I'll tell you where to look. Rectum. WQAM, hello. Whatever the hell they get their act together. QAM. Hello, Neil? Yes. 
Hey, Neil, uh, would you ever ask uh, like a Republican what he thinks about the whole jo uh, George Bush thing? Like, I don't talk to Republicans. No, I don't, I don't know any Republicans. I don't know Republicans. Good, me neither. All right, they're fairies anyways, right? Okay, whatever you say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You fairy on the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you? Okay. Have you talked about the story about the seventy-six-year-old guy in Coconut Creek that was arrested for impersonating a doctor? Yeah, he was. Uh, that was on our website over the weekend. He was going house to house doing breast exams. And the craziest part of the story is that he convinced two women to let him into their apartment, and they, after he started the examination, then they realized he wasn't a doctor. Yeah, what a pair of boobs. <laughs> hey, man, I love your show, and always a pleasure. Thanks, Pally. Well, hey, all you guys out there that are bored, maybe not, you know, we got laid off or whatever, or, uh, laid. Just go house to house and start doing breast exams. It was going to be a 36-year-old coot. Actually, I stuck that story on there in the middle of your stories. I don't know if you've seen it. Well, I talked about it, so. Did you? But did you we put it on the site? You might have sent it twice. Oh, I did, yes. Well, I beg your pardon? I did. I remember well, you I sent, sent it just in story. case you missed it, okay? I, I sneaked a couple of them in there while I was on vacation because Josh would have no way. He wouldn't uh, know where they were coming from. Would you? Of course. You would? Yeah. No. Oh, just because it had my uh, email on it? That'd be the hint. Yeah, well, well that's <laughs> okay. A, I just just to be on the safe side, I knew you were doing a fine job and probably sending him way too many bedtime stories anyway. Yeah, way was. too many. Yeah, I was. Did he do that to you again? No, actually, he was uh, rather chill. This really? Time. Oh, wait a minute. What day is this? Uh, there's quite a few of them on there. That was Saturday. Well, that was to make up for Sunday that he didn't send any. <laughs> Uh, I was kind of shocked when I looked at that, and then I said the ones for Monday, and Josh got all paranoid and put the, uh, well, at any rate, you people are very lucky. You don't know how lucky you are. The price is right, and you were like a day ahead of time. We had stories about things that hadn't even happened yet. Five, six, seven. Oh. Huh? We'll leave a little more oil on the market. We'll leave a little more oil on the ground, a little more oil on your uh, little oily buildup, waxy buildup on your forehead. So the booster was on there with Christina Moron, man. That's, that's really sad. I feel so bad about that child. They're, they're, you know what they say about there's like a uh, uh, missing brick or something? Just, there's something not there. I don't know what it is. Just like that decision not to do the Mets games. And I, I'm tired of hearing Josh Cordes and Hank Goldberg both give me the old song of the dance. He made the wrong choice, okay? I can't make choices for other people, but I'm just telling you right now, as somebody who's a longtime person in this business and sports person and whatever else, that, that's the wrong decision. Bad. In spite of your crap. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that uh, movie that guy was wanting to know about called Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point? There you go. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot, Pally. Yeah, you got it. Sam, was that quick or what, huh? That was quick. I didn't know what Vanishing Point, never seen it. I hear it's about a guy with a, a runaway car that runs into a bulldozer. Yeah, but just don't tell me how it ends. Oh. You, you did see it? Yeah, I saw, it. I saw all those uh, car chase movies when I was a kid. Uh, ponderous. I know, not for you. WQAM, hello. Yeah, yeah, the guy just said it. Vanishing Point was the name of that movie. Okay, thanks. I hear it was Vanishing Point. Is that what you heard? See, now all that we had, we had like 8 million people calling in to tell us that. I hear it was Vanishing Point was the movie the guy was looking for. Never heard so of I it. give these people good movies to watch, like The Man Who Wasn't There, the Coen Brothers movie. And I don't care what you say, it's a fine movie. I, I, it's fi fine is the right word for it. Okay, look, if you're looking for car uh, chase scenes and adventure and high, uh, you know, drama. Or uh, movement. That, that's or not it. Any movement on the part of the actress. Uh, any sign of life, that's right. right. Yeah. Well, that, that's, but that's the whole idea. He played that role perfectly. No, he was supposed to be like a, a dead man in a barber's outfit, and basically he was. Yeah. And then, of course, later at the very end of the movie, he was a dead man in a different seat. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560, pound 560 in the Verizon and singular wireless line.
I just love Frances McDormand. She's great. She, she, she could just be on there not say anything, and I would get a big uh, kick out of it. She's just so good. The, uh, the performance in Raising Arizona might be... Uh, well, I better go out best. and get that today. What do you think? Would I like it? Uh, it's, it? Yes. If you don't like it, you don't have a sense of humor. Well, i got a great sense of humor. Look where I work. WQAM, hello. Hello, I will say my check showed up a day early yesterday. Nice going, Clarence. Oh, don't come to me until next payday again, Clarence. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Hello. That's him. Oh, still? He's on both yeah, lines? He's got a cell phone and a house. I see. And WQAM, hello. Wow. Neil, you know, it's sad that a lot of people listen to your show... And you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back into the middle, into the pivot position, okay, sweetheart? Back into the pivot position. Take your pants down to your knees and cut the crap. 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon and Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm driving through downtown Miami, and I notice all these signs. There's like a parking lot full of police cars. They have like the Homeland Security trailer and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They're, doing, they're doing something called Operation Difference. And I was hoping that I could reach out and try to... Uh, Ask the audience if they knew anything deeper because I really don't drive this through this part of town much. And I was wondering what was going on. Are they taking away the immigrants, the prostitution, drug dealers? There's a now, I hear something fleet. different. Well, that's probably it. They're probably looking for all the illegal aliens, so I'd hide till the, uh, till the coast is clear. If all the illegal aliens are taken out of South Florida, how many people are going to be left? About 30, man. What are we talking about, huh? It's just uh, just another excuse to go randomly through and start picking and choosing. Oh, we don't like the way you look, and we don't like your last name. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous on the face of it. They screwed up for all of these years, and now they're going to like uh, make it right? There's no way to make it right. How are they going to deport 15, 20 million people? I keep saying 11 million. It's just a number they made up, you know. It's a low ball. How are they going to do that? Do what? Deport 15 or 20 million people. First of all, who are they going to pick? Uh, all of Obviously, them. only the ugly ones. Don't like deport said, anybody that looks good. Huh? Like I said, all of them. Well, no, but, uh, no see, I don't go along with that. Don't be deporting anybody that looks real good. I'll even let you choose the women. How's that? All right. Okay. See, we, we just got a new immigration policy. All right. Oh! If he looks real good to us, we'll be the committee, committee of three, and we'll vote on it. If you look really, really hot, then you can stay for a while. Until we're done with you, and then, <laughs> then you're out. Until you're well-worn. Like that pivot man, a kid that was uh, on the phone a little while ago. Probably taking a little breather. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM. Kim Bocamper, forget about this silly stuff we're talking about. We got the important, we got the uh, heat stuff from last night. Oh, yeah. And the uh, icy hot sleeve. And then we got uh, the NFL draft coming up. I think uh, Bo's got something up his sleeve. And then we got Mad Dog 4 to 7. Curtis is uh, 7 to 730. Gets only a half hour the, because the uh, Marlins game's at uh, pregame 730. Marlins at the Cubs at 805 where they blew the game right down the toilet last night in the eighth inning. And Eddie K follows Marlins baseball. Boy, what a poor Eddie. What did he ever do to deserve that? I think the only thing worse than that is following the Panther games. Wouldn't you agree, Josh? Yeah. Uh-oh. What are they eating, folks? That's the mystery. Don't tell us till we come back from the break. I bet you it's, um, oh, don't say it. Howie's. No? no? Not Melting Pot again. Uh, John DeBaker. Somebody that doesn't advertise on our show? Oh, don't tell us. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? And it, boy, from what they're telling me, man, it's already hotter than Hades. It's only the 25th of April. Man, you got months and months of heat and humidity. And if your air conditioning isn't in top shape, you're going to be schwitzing your brains out, even if you don't know what that means. So how about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better for you, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three generations. As a carrier factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction. And their guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place, and have now come up with this new Carrier Infinity System. 
that actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And as far as your current air conditioner is concerned, to maintain maximum efficiency on that deal, join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service if you have any problems and 10% off any needed repairs as well. All of this all of these things for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity system with Puron or peace of mind with a Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice. That's the smart way to go. Tell that old Neil told you to call toll-free Royce Air and Heat, 1-800-377-0075. 1-800-377-0075. Make the smart choice the Royce choice. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Bitch. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind, the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. They came by their name rightly. They were the cult. <laughs> The cult was led by Ian Asbury. Oh, Ian couldn't make it, but I'm a cult representative. Would you like to take a free test of your personality? Whoa, hold on. Just 500 questions. It will only take you three hours. I don't think so. Do you ever feel like you might like to be healthier or make more money? Oh, come on. Who has never thought of that? I see. So you're dissatisfied with life. Now, look. Oh, and there's a film presentation. No, I don't want to. Welcome to the Church of Asbury. Take control of your life by doing exactly what we say and giving us as much of your money as you possibly can. I'm out of here. We have a runner. We have a runner. The cult, run away. Run away. It's a big, juicy, stopping wet like a show business. And I am inside the behind. Run away. CKFW. Golden. Right. <laughs> You like yes. this story though from Dunedin. I bet you, I bet you Josh knows where Dunedin is. Hey, and as a matter of fact, he just got Dunedin. That's what I was thinking, because he was over there in uh, was it Brandon? I was. Spent uh, some time over there in Brandon. Probably a little bit too much. Probably uh, stopped in at um, what's that place? That place? No, the uh, fast food joint over there. Uh, oh my God! Right. Every fast food joint that's ever been created. No, is but on you know Brandon. what I'm talking about. They, that we don't have in South Florida. Where they, uh, oh, uh, Hartsville. Sonic. Well, there's a crystal down here. Sonic, you might be thinking of. They have Sonic in uh, Dunedin. Hardee's. Hardee's. They don't have down here. Uh, I'll be damned. I, I bet you they don't have Harvey's, though. No. We got that here, eh? You don't have Tim Horton and you don't have Harvey's, eh? You're not missing much. A Dunedin dad probably made his point about his son spending too much time on the computer. Pinellas sheriff deputies say he shot at the monitor as his son sat nearby. Just like... Uh, Unbelievable. 44-year-old Joseph Langenderfer was arrested yesterday afternoon at his home on Francis Street in Dunedin. His 22-year-old son, Tim, and keep in mind, this is over on the west coast of Florida, so it may sound a little bit old to be shooting at your son's computer when he's 22, called 9-11 saying he and his dad were arguing and his dad just shot at him. The older Langendorfer reportedly told deputies he was mad that his son hadn't done the laundry and was spending all his time playing games on the computer. He told deputies that although he told his son he was going to shoot the computer, the gun accidentally fired. 
It was an accident, and nobody got hurt, except the computer. Oh, no, the bullet actually hit the wall about three feet from where the kid was sitting. Well, 22, the young man. Langendorfer is now in the Pinellas County Jail charged with one kind of attempted murder accused of trying to kill his son, not the computer. How do you like that? Because he was watching too many video games. Don't you think that's a little bit too old, 22, to be playing too many video games, huh? No. What are you trying no. to say? I, I play video games. Sure. Like I said, it's a little bit too old to be playing all them video games on there. 22. Do something a little more productive, okay? Yeah. Go out there and, like, sign up for the Peace Corps. Or go out there and uh, protest and march and demonstrate and uh, something. Or go to the casino and lose your ass. Oh, who the hell was telling me so? Oh, I, I better not say it. Don't want to get that sales department all bent out of shape. And see, if you say anything, it gives them convenient excuses. They don't need any excuses because they're already inept. So I'm not going to say anything about certain... Um, Casinos, sorry, in South Florida. What? By the way, speaking of that, don't let me forget to ask the Humper tomorrow. Is it going to be June or July? When are we getting the uh, slots going in those joints? Pompano and Hollywood Greyhound, Dania Highlight, and Gulfstream. Those are the four. We got a thousand ninety-eight votes already. It's not even twelve thirty yet. This this is a sign. Don't you take this as a sign from God? Yeah, that uh, I should we call in sick tomorrow. Huh? You better not call in sick tomorrow. <laughs> You're just on vacation. We'd be the last. I know. Burr. Yeah, but Monday was a holiday, and I didn't say that. Because I'm planning on maybe calling in sick tomorrow. I'm thinking <clears> about it, although I'm feeling a lot better. I woke up this morning. I was sure I was going to have a bad... Well, I did have a sore throat, you know? Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, I guess the bacon kind of, like, cleaned that out. Boy, there's nothing like oh. microwave oh. bacon. What? Nothing. It just doesn't sound good right now. Well, it, is, it was good. Now, what are you eating there from... Uh, I'm not eating anything. I can't eat anything. It's not from Tony's, is it? Yeah. Oh. Why do we want to plug him when we got uh, John the Baker? You're going you're to get... You're going to get somebody really upset, I'm telling you right now. No, no, no. Duff. No. Going to be all bent no. out of shape. Yeah, I know. 24 past noon, we want to get a million calls on between now and 2 o'clock. We're like uh, going for the Guinness Book of Records. We've actually had a couple that made some sense today. They were kind of cute, weren't they? Yeah, they were. A couple of okay calls. And then, of course, the usual dregs. 5670560, pound. Remember, he was our former GM. Remember him, Dreg Reed? And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. I, I know who's on line six. So my psychic powers, I guarantee it. How much you want to bet? A buck. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I was Didn't wondering know. if you got a chance yeah. to talk about um, all these idiots that are stopping in the middle of Miami's busiest intersections because they want to try and make that, you know, that next light, you know. And I was wondering if there was anything else we could do but beat them down, you know. Just shoot them, okay? October 1st last year, somebody better read to the bulletin, okay? October 1st, that's uh, one of the long list of people you're allowed to shoot. If they, uh, you know, interfere with your life, if they represent a threat or a danger to you, just shoot them and you just uh, scrape them off the road. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? No. no. Neither to see. Five, six, seven, just, just stretching, reaching for a little material, which I, I, I'm telling you, that's when I'll retire is when I feel that finally somebody in South Florida's got some material because obviously the uh, callers don't. It's like you'll be on the air a long time. I'll be on the air till I croak. That's what uh, your buddy Joe Bell was saying this morning. Hey, yeah. Joe, show us something, okay, beside your... Rectum. Yeah. Do a little something for us, and then maybe we'll consider extending it. Besides something beside my foot toward your butt. He's just uh, so out of... You know, Norm had him summed up real well last night. He said he's so out of the loop that it's kind of scary. He's out of the loop. Get him some Fruit Loops. Paul in L.A., remember Paul in L.A. who's always faxing us? Mm-hmm. He says uh, there was also a movie in the 70s called The Car with James Brolin. The driver was never visible, and supposedly the car was possessed slash driven by a demon or Barbara, St- Barbara Streisand. If I remember, oh, then James Brolin was also in the Amityville Horror, remember? Right. You didn't see the Amityville Horror? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. I didn't like it. If I remember no. correctly, Brolin was used a bulldozer to destroy the car at the end. So that might have been, it might have been the car with James Brolin. Well, this guy no. would know if that was the one. No? Vanishing point. 
It was vanishing point, two to one so far. P.S. Watch Requiem and Network for the hundred time over the weekend. Thanks for the great movie recommendations. Hey, Paul and L.A., watch uh, The Man Who Wasn't There with Francis McDormand and Billy Bob Thornton and James Gandolfini. Don't be a weenie. Watch James Gandolfini in uh, The Man Who Wasn't There. And what was the other one? The Forgotten. Now i got to see that from the beginning. I think you might uh, like it. You want me to send it to you? Yeah, right. This is the D- this is the DVD. It's got like twenty different endings. You just That's watch great. them all and then pick out whichever one you like the best. <laughs> I, I, until I like one. I mean, that that to me is just so asinine. You know, it would be like writing a book with like ten different endings, so you can sell ten different versions of it. The only difference being, uh, these people can't make any more money on it because it's still all on one DVD. You know. Right. And speaking of DVDs, I don't want to stir the pot. Uh, it's it's kind of a moot point anyway. Wasn't it supposed to be May? Is it this coming up uh, next month? That Toshiba is coming out with a new HD DVD player? That's what I heard. Because it was originally going to be April, and then they decided, well, there's no DVDs going to be put out until May, so why should we uh, rush it, you know? So I guess it's coming up maybe in a couple of weeks. I think it was May 12th, something like that. I better keep my eye peeled, man. Isn't that a great expression, keep your eye peeled? Boy, that hurts. Yeah, yeah it would. Um, for that new HD DVD. And then, of course, the, I mean, the movies that they said that were coming out on really suck. You know, like not, not that I saw that Batman Begins one. You saw it. Yeah. But I, would I want to see that? I don't no. want to see it, period. No. I, I don't want to see any of the Batman movies. No, you don't. Because if you're a Batman fan, and there's one that doesn't even have a Robin in it. How can you have Batman without Robin? I think there's only one that does have a Robin in it. So, like I said, so where, where's the credibility? And, that's what, the, what, uh, and that could be those, the worst one of all. What do those movies have to do with Batman? He was his ward. Not his pedophile. That's why it was Burt Ward, right. Every now and then I see some of those old Batman reruns, you know, on the, like, Nickelodeon channel. Or what, those oldies channels, you know. They show those a lot, the old Batman. Right? That, that was a great series. Mm-hmm. Never did get through that movie, did you? Oh, I forgot about that. I still got, got it. With you. Well, how can you get through it? Listen, it's a movie within a movie. Just just bear through the, uh, the I'm not outer gonna, part. Can't I, like, can I, like yes. go, do oh, the scene yeah. selection and yeah. get through that early yes. crap? Yes. Because they got these fake Batman and Robin people on there, fake uh, Burt Ward and fake uh, Adam West. And it's so no, it's ponderous fun. and so corny. I mean, you know, the, the show was corny, but corny in an entertaining way. The part of the movie I watched was corny in a very ponderous way, as Casey would say, really ponderous. So, uh, so I should just fast forward. Yeah, through fast forward it. until they get to the flashback parts. The part where uh, uh, Robin's wearing the real tight tights. Right. Twenty-nine past noon at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty QAM. Oh, God. This week on HBO, <laughs> The Gay Sopranos. Oh, my God. Yo, Tony, what you doing after you get sun whacking people? I'm going to get a pedicure. Then I'm going to see Brokeback Mountain for the 15th time, because that's not going to be in theaters forever. Fantastic. Hey, you got a point there. Yo, I knitted a shawl for your grandmother. That looks gorgeous. Thank you, Tony. You're so thoughtful. The Gay Sopranos. Yo, check it out. I got my back hair manicured into the shape of a heart. Yo, Tony, that's adorable. We love you. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. It just ain't the same without the visuals, you know, the bam, all the... Right. Um, yeah. Kapow. 
The pow, exactly, all that stuff. Wham, bam. How many votes we got in the pool? I bet you we got 1,100. 1,126, man, this is really something else. Speaking of something else, holding off. On there's it. your president, man, looking like a real bozo with some schmata head. Who's that guy? Who the hell was that guy? Did you see that? No, man, I some, can't watch Darren. Some getchki. Well, they, I tell you one thing, man. They sure got some lineup on there now, don't they? Between uh, uh, Sunshine, uh, what's her name there, Soledad, mm -hmm. and the uh, Space uh, Sky Miles O'Brien, the O'Brien twins, and Pat O'Brien, and then they got uh, so, well, she's not on now. They got the um, the CNN International crap, Jim Har uh, Clancy, King Clancy, and then they got uh, Darren Kagan, and then they got in the afternoon they got that Kira Phillips. Oh, and then Wolf Blitzkrieg, the most pedantic human being ever on the face of the earth. Welcome to the Situation Room with the Wolf Blitzkrieg. Oh God. What do you think Jack Cafferty really thinks about him? Huh? Probably like to kill oh, him. I don't know. I'd like to see it. Yeah, well, you get a 99 share. Better than that uh, diver hitting his head on the headboard. Of course, that diver's probably hit his head on the backboard many times, too, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? I don't know. 1126. Well, what country represents the world's greatest threat today? USA, 499. Way ahead of the rest. In fact, I think ahead of almost, uh, almost the rest put together, damn near. Iran, 189. China, 162. Iran wants the bomb, and we say, you can't have it. How do you like that, huh? You can't have it. Oh, you want it? Here, here's one. No, you can't have it. China, 160, <laughs> 162. Yeah, here's a bomb for you, and here's another one. North Korea, 112. Saudi Arabia, 65. Boy, you better get on to them schmata heads, man. You better go watch Fahrenheit 9-11 again. Better watch it over and over. I wouldn't be surprised if it's on my cable right now. It might be. There. It's uh, making the rounds like your godfather was there for a while. Good thing that Josh got to see Godfather 3 and stop being influenced by your proper, proper improper gander. Mm -hmm. But there's the Lords of Dogtown. Is that any good? Putting together a skate team. Oh, that's uh, with uh, your buddy. My buddy. And so who do you think they're going to put on the team? From, uh... Hopefully all of us. Emil Hirsch. Oh, he's in there? He is, uh, a screamer. Anyway, Lords of Dogtown. It's it's about a, a surfer kid turned skateboarder. Skateboarder, turned... yeah. You've seen that? Early... No, I saw the commercials for it. I should see it as a skateboarder. Yeah, and they finally at least shaved all that schmutz off his chest. Anyway, he looks, oh, yeah, he looks okay for a screamer. Uh, what else have we got on? Degrassi High. Yeah, that's a good Canadian show. kids, mm -hmm. ugly ones. Venomous. Oh, that's the story of Across the Street, Venomous. They would do anything to hurt us. Uh, what was that? Girls with Strong Medicine, Masterminds, The Stranger Within. Oh, that sounds very ominous, don't it? The Stranger Within on Scream TV. A boy with murderous tendencies tried to convince a woman that he's her long... Oh, that's uh, The Stranger Within, Kate Jackson and Rick Schroeder. Oh. Oh, but that's not the one. What the hell was the name of that movie? That's not... Uh, Kate Jackson wasn't in that. Remember that one about the strange little kid in the bathtub? We were just talking about that before vacations. It's the same storyline, the same really? plot. Although that kid wasn't murdering anybody. Does anybody get naked in that version? Kate Jackson, maybe. I doubt it. No. Why, she doesn't get naked? No. I'll be damned. Terror on the Beach. I bet you they get naked. Let's see what Terror on the Beach is like. Yeah, they're in, in commercial. Don't you hate those? The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's a great movie. Kung Fu of Taekwondo. Huh? Jump in! <laughs> Eternal Glaze. Oh, that's what I'm getting. Oh, what is that? Chronicling the life and achievements of Alberto Giacometti. Boy, boy, strange-looking uh, creature. Danger on the air. Oh, that must be about this show. Okay, so there's uh, my menu. Got some good stuff, but no Fahrenheit on 11, because I would play the audio the rest of the show. These people need to get with it. Anyway, the Saudis have got the 66 on the pool. They should be way up there near the top. Uh, I hate this pool, 28. Canada, 27. Of course, very dangerous Canadians, eh? Israel, 27. Iraq, 15. Pakistan, 3. And India, only 3. 
See, it's the one thing there, you don't have a whole bunch of Pakis and Indian people. We don't? No, you do not. And you certainly don't have anywhere near the number of Oriental people that we have like here. Oh, no. my goodness. Oh, man. I think we have like 75 different Chinatowns. They've got all those. Remember I told you about all those herbal things? They've got the shark, the tiger tooth, and the uh, tiger's right. claw. And tiger the, balls. Uh, cockroaches of balls. All right. these other things. Man, cockamamie uh, remedies. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it all is cockamamie, too, by the way. Ancient Chinese secret. Yeah, we'll keep it secret. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Uh, when the theft and conspiracy trial of former state school superintendent Linda Sharanko begins in Atlanta in federal court this week, it'll mark what could be the final chapter in the story of a history-making politician who went from a rising star in the Republican Party to facing decades in federal prison. Sharanko is accused of stealing more than six hundred grand in federal education money in part to pay for a failed camp. Oh, by the way, did you see the story? While I was on vacation about the guy in Wisconsin who put his daughter up for sale to get money for home improvements. No, how much did he get? I don't know, but I was thinking, boy, that's an idea for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know some figures here. Uh, she's accused of stealing more than 600 grand in federal education money in part to pay for a failed campaign for governor and a facelift. <laughs> and a facelift. Jury selection begins today at the Richard B. Russell Federal Building in Atlanta. The trial will make the former August area teacher Georgia's most high-ranking elected official in decades to face such serious charges. It seems like every few years there's a state lawmaker who bites the dust at University of Georgia political scientist Charles Bullock. I wonder if he's kidding James J. Bullock. I hope not. But in terms of a statewide officer, she may well be the first or at least the first in a while. How about Sandra Bullock? I like her a lot better than James J. Bullock. Oh, yeah. Huh? Don't see him no more, thank God. Now, speaking of uh, celebrities, actor Charlie Sheen over the weekend denies charges from his estranged wife, actress Denise Richards, that he had been abusive. Well, that'll teach her to marry a punk like him anyway, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Denied charges he had been abusive toward her and their daughters, and he had threatened to kill her. I move forward and maintain my integrity and focus on my children, Sheen told the Entertainment Tonight co-anchor Mark Stein, is whatever his name is, interview for the Paramount Pictures program to be aired April 24th. That was yesterday. Missed it. Damn it. On Friday, Sheen was ordered to keep at least 300 feet away from Richards and their two young daughters after the abuse allegations were made in court papers. The restraining order is the latest chapter in the stormy marriage between, oh, you know what movie was on uh, the other day? That was then and this is now. Didn't watch it because I've seen it like 80 uh, times. You know who's in that? All the, all the punk actors. Yeah. C. Thomas Howell. Uh, Amelia Estevez. Right. Um, who's the one with the, the sunken in eyes? I don't know. Uh, Matt, Craig Matt, Sheffer. Matt Dillon. And Matt Dillon. And Tom Cruise, I believe, is in that, too. I that was he, then. This is right, right. That was when he was straight. For, uh, he was straight. It was? No. The restraining order is the latest chapter in the stormy marriage between Sheen. Well, I just mentioned that because Emilio Estevez is his brother somehow. A one-time playboy and model actress, Richards, 35, who filed for divorce from him last December after less than three years of marriage. Sheen starred the CBS hit TV series Two and a Half Men. He's probably the half. Told Entertainment Tonight Richards' filing is a heinous document of fiction. Uh, he's probably eaten uh, those uh, famous heinous cookies. Mm-hmm. I am deeply saddened because this is clearly demonstrating a wanting and willful attempt at what I describe as a radical and transparent smear campaign and clearly a departure from sound, sane, responsible co-parenting, Sheen said. Boy, he sounds like a real, like, like his daddy, like a real intellectual. His daddy is, uh, you know, he's got his heart in the right place, good liberal guy, but he, ever since Apocalypse Now, he ain't been quite the same, you know what? Yeah. Do I have to really watch that? I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, no, you don't have to watch it. You, good. The no, Robert Duvall scene is the only thing that you really want to see. I don't want to see it. Into. I don't want to. It's good. Sheen was reacting to Richard's written declaration that she could no longer accept his abusive and threatening manner and must stop him from the cycle of his abuse toward me and our children and continued threats of violence and statements that he's going to kill me. Richards is the only one entirely capable of putting these radical allegations out for public con- consumption. My children included, Sheen said. 
Richards also alleged Sheen, son of actor Martin Sheen, abused prescription drugs, gambled compulsively, frequented prostitutes, and liked to look at pornography on the Internet. Our kind of guy. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Gasoline prices were expected to hit $3 a gallon by the start of the summer. But guess what? They're close to that or even higher in some areas right now. The prices won't come down. Looks like it's going to be $4 this summer, maybe. I don't know. Summer, summer, summer. Busy summer driving season. No cheap gas around. If you're taking a road trip in an SUV, it's going to be an expensive proposition. I blame Bush for the big fight. I strongly agree. He needs a little control. He's out of control. Still safe. How high will he make it? Dramatically higher. <laughs> Boy, this really blows. Fire, blows. Did he say Golden. You asked for it. Yeah, Vicky Lawrence. There you go. You know, I'd rather hear than that. Yeah, baby. But not too much of it. 1247 at 560 WQM. So anyway, speaking of, uh, let's stay on the celebrity thing, okay, because they're all really boring to me. Speaking of uh, movie star Tom Cruise, he was in Rome to promote his latest blockbuster yesterday, but his main mission was to rush back home to his bride-to-be, Katie Holmes. Oh, you fairy! And uh, baby daughter, and resume diaper duties. What was that thing you said about duty. duty this morning? What the hell was that? I don't know, duty. Sounded like some gratuitous duty to me. How come he hasn't married that girl yet? Who, Hank? Yeah. Cruz told a news conference in Rome ahead of the world premiere of Mission Impossible 3 that he would cut short his European promotional tour, also scheduled for Gay Paris, the city in which he and Holmes were engaged ten months ago. I mean, this this whole thing, you know, are you buying it now? No. Do you believe me? No. Uh, we did it. No. Yeah, there's a baby here. Do you believe no. it? No. Nobody believes it. Even he doesn't believe it. It was everything we wanted to be and more, Cruz said of the birth last week of Surrey. It was really very spiritual. Uh, I wonder if that was the Surrey with a fringe on top. The Hollywood A-lister suggested that he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Oh, I'm Ooh, sure that wouldn't boy. be the first time. Rectum. I changed her first, he said. I change diapers all the time. I have to tell you why I love it. We have a whole system worked out. It's the B&B. &B. She does the breastfeeding. I do the bumping and the burping and changing the diapers. It's teamwork. It's fun. She does the breast business, and he does the burping business. Cruz has two older children that he adopted during his fake marriage to actress Nicole Kidman, 13-year-old Isabella and 11-year-old Connor. Surrey was his first biological child. That's what it says here. I don't. That's not for me. That's what it says here. Part of the film, Mission Impossible 3, it was shot in Rome, the city where Cruz and Holmes, known in tabloid shorthand as Tomcat, made first their public romance in late April 2005, smiling for photographers at the David D. Donatello Awards. Well, speaking of Donatello's, I bet you Josh never ate there in uh, Tampa. No, I didn't. Good place. You know what it is on Dale Mabry there? Go in there and tell them that I sent you. They love me. I bet you they remember me there, Donatello's. Is that right? Who do I ask you, for? 
Donald Trump. Son. Yeah. yeah. That's a long time ago. They're probably all sleep with the fishes now, you know? Like like Luca Brasi. Poor Luca, man. A very scary guy, but the problem with Luca is he sleeps with the fishes. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. That's what I heard. How many votes have we got on 1154? We're going to go over 1200 today during the show. What a feather in our cap, you know? Oh, yeah. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Joyce. Yeah, you bitch. God, we hate you like poison. You're you're the impediment to our success. I think we ought to sue her personally. Okay. Don't you? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm serious. I'll I'm thinking of filing a multi-billion dollar lawsuit against Joyce Fitch for impinging on my ability to entertain the audience and have a good time here and enjoy my life. I'll probably croak because of her. So when, when I croak, you're, uh, I'm giving you the permission to sue All her right. ass after we'll, that. We'll avenge your death. Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. George and I are both going to be out sick tomorrow, I think. Josh is going to have a hell of a show. He can give you the, all the details about the great new deal he just made with uh, Joe Bell, Clara Bell. You're going to do that? No, I'm good. And then you, you can probably read the whole fine print in your new contract. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Oh, we're fine. Speaking of that, oh, wait a minute. WQAM, hello. You stay alive. Okay. And, and look at that. Wow. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You, you're a big fan of the Godfather, right? Yeah. You should check out the Sicilian clan. Have you seen it? The what? Sicilian what? The Sicilian clan. What word is this man saying? The, the Sicilian, Sicilian clan. Clan? Clan? Clan. Clan, K-L-A-N? Claren. Claren? Not clan, clan. Clan? Claren, clan. Okay, I'll check it out. Speaking of uh, Rome and Italy, Toledo. No, not Toledo, uh, Italy. Toledo, Ohio. The body of a Roman king. Now, did you do this story already? Because I don't want to, like, uh, redo it. No. Well, you said you knew about it. Right. Father Robinson? Yes. The body of a Roman Catholic sister found slain in 1980 in a hospital chapel appeared to be destroyed and displayed in ritualistic fashion, her arms and legs straight and no sign of blood. Well, something's got to be straight in there. A fellow nun testified yesterday at the murder trial of the priest accused of killing her. People don't usually die very straight, especially in the church. Sister Phyllis Ann Gerald, president of Mercy Hospital at the time of the slaying, testified in the trial of Reverend Gerald Robinson. He's accused of killing Sister Margaret Ann Paul. How do you like that? A murdering priest. I wonder if she's related to... Sister Mary Catherine. Jesus! Sister Gerald, testifying without emotion in clipped sentences, said her breakfast on the day before Easter 1980 was interrupted by screaming that she traced to the hospital chapel where she found... Uh, two or three other sisters in the victim's body. Asked her first impression, she responded, the horror of it, I think it was the weirdness of it, and the fact that she needed to be saved, and then the afterthought is, why the kind of ritualistic kind of layout of a dead body uh, once I learned she was dead? She was lying on the floor, and I saw no blood. Her arms were straight. Her legs were straight, Sister Gerald testified. Robinson, who is not straight because he's a priest, 68, is accused of strangling and stabbing Sister Paul, 71, in the chapel at the hospital when they worked together. The priest presided at her funeral mass four days after her death. That's the greatest irony of all, isn't it? Yeah, it is. He kills her, and then he presides at her funeral mass. Sister Gerald testified that the victim in Robinson would have had regular contact daily arranging uh, chapel masses. She would have met him, interacted with him every time they had liturgy, preparing for it, setting up for it, completing it. Sister Gerald testified. The prosecutor, using a mannequin on the courtroom floor with a jumper, pulled up around the midsection, arrayed the arms in Sister Gerald's direction to mimic how she found the victim. Oh, God, can you imagine a priest and a mannequin in a courtroom? Oh, my God. Wow, especially if it was a mannequin of an altar boy. The hands were closer to the side, she testified, asked about the position of the head. Sister Gerald testified, all I remember is the swelling of the face and there was no blood. The prosecutor apologized, asked, asked if the victim's genital area was exposed. Yes, 
Sister Gerald said. Yes. Asked if the victim's breasts were exposed, she responded, I don't remember that. It may have been uh, had a white cloth over that. I can't remember that. I would think she would remember. Prosecutors plan to present forensic and scientific evidence in laying out their case against the priest. Testimony during the first week of the trial in Lucas County Common Pleas Port, uh, Court. We'll look at blood, stains, and wounds left by what prosecutors believe was the murder weapon, a letter opener found in Robinson's room. The case will lean heavily on forensic evidence because there were no witnesses to the crime and it happened so long ago. The police have said the killing may have been some kind of ritualistic slaying because of evidence found in the chapel and because the nun's body was supposed to look as though she had been sexually assaulted, even though investigators say she wasn't. Well, what the hell would he know about sexually assaulting a woman anyway, if you call that a woman? Huh? Now, now you have another, there's more, there's a whole lot more to this. Yeah. Um, but now, what, why did he do it? Oh, because she criticized him for cutting short How the, dare you? the Easter Mass. Right. Man. He said, uh, she said she uh, shouldn't have done that, and he said, stab, stab, stab. You know, I actually, uh, that one caller, i, I got to do a little repair work here. i got to put my hold button back on. One moment, please. Uh, let's see. Because I banged it so hard. There you go. Nice job. Thank you. And the lines are still, uh, yeah, they're still there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. But you know something? You can talk until you're blue in the face. You know this as well as I do. These people have been brainwashed since they were little children, like Billy J. Kramer said, and they're going to just keep going and going and subsidizing right. the same crap. And, and there's nothing you can say. No, there's there's nothing you can say or do with you or do do with Listen, these people. A lot of and us were brainwashed too, and we uh, we. And got you that somehow in. had the strength, but most people are weak. <clears throat> they're not like you guys, strong. They're weak. Still, like they're Al out Martino's there. voice. If it's one percent, they're out there. Remember Al Martino's voice in The Godfather? Yeah. He was weak. You can act like a man. Put them out. That's right. I think that was Rita Crosby. <laughs> oh, she acts like a man with no voice. Oh, she is really good. I'll tell you, if you wonder why nobody watches MSNBC. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We have Scott Burrell. When I'm up in Boca Chica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool. I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers there in balance one to two hours. Hey, Burrell. What? By the way, son, I've been giving it some thoughts. Well, what do you think of this? I knows that me and you can do much better going six to ten and not at five. A Gentile and a cranky Jew. I think we might be happy to get there. I think you really got out of your mind. You gotta have your wee wee bag. Step on too tight. No chance I'll do a show with you. <laughs> I'd rather die. We'd be crappy together. Why, I'll have you know that I'm a big monkey Jew from Brooklyn Heights. I've been raped by everybody but you. You're not my type. Me and Mo, that would blow. No way that if we had a fight that you'd survive. Who'd want to hear a genitile and pushy type? That's crappy together. Joy, 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 For me, it's much better six to ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. 
I think we might be happy together. What, 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 what? Happy together. What, 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 what? Would you be better? No. What, what, what? What, 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 what? What, what, what? What, what, what? said yesterday about Love Train by the OJs, and that was one of the most underrated songs of all time. I would put this in the same category. You don't think so? I like this song. Lighthouse, that was a medley of their smash. What a shame. They were pretty good. At least that was uh, a good song. Maybe they're just a mediocre group with a good song. I don't know. Their original name was Loud Fast Rules. Really? Really. Where the hell did you hear that? Who uh, made that up? Pulled it right out of my arse. You pulled it out of your ass? No, I, I bet like, you feel uh, better now. I like trivia. Yeah, I do. Now, is he going to pass out, Josh, or is he going to make it until 2? I don't want to hear no uh, crap tomorrow. If I come in here in the morning and I don't see the, uh, if I see uh, uh, bars uh-huh. on that thing, uh-huh. if I see the VU is uh, pump pulsing, that means you're not there. The, uh, the nausea and dizziness are coming in waves. So. In waves? Yeah. Oh. Well, let's do the wave, okay, for the Marlins. We <laughs> love the Marlins. And Wednesday, see, keep one thing in mind. I should keep you going through tomorrow. Wednesday, we get out, not all that early, but 145. We get a little reprieve. Yeah. Because it's a Marlin Cup day game. And, of course, the fact they're on Central Time, even though they play, they play at 120, but it's 220 our time. Well, I want my 15 Let's minutes. Let's pretend they're on the same time. All right. But what do you say? We can have Dave Van Boring do that scintillating. Remember what uh, Barry wrote about? He's waiting for that scintillating repartee between um, the announcers because the Marlins are going to be so bad this year. So the play-by-play is going to have to be uh, secondary to the scintillating repartee between, like, uh, you know, Dave Van Boring and Foxy Roxy. And then on TV, of course, Rich Walls and the Tommy Hutton. Why don't they let just Tommy Hutton do the play-by-play and just the whole game? Don't you think that's a good idea, Josh? That would be good. No, I'm serious. He could do a decent play-by-play. Plus, he's a great color guy. He's excellent. Yes, he's very good. If they just shut Rich Waltz up, man, they're telecasting. I might actually watch an inning or two, although I doubt it. What are we going to do about this gas thing? Man, what are we going to do about it? Boy, it's a good thing I have got no... It's over four bucks a gallon here, I'll tell you. Take me to your leader. I think it's like about a buck ten a liter, which is like over four bucks a gallon. That's bad. Yeah. That is really bad. Another good reason. Don't come to Canada with your stinking car because it costs too much for gas. Got some bad news, speaking of Getschkes. Rabbi Moishi Moses Teitelbaum. The spiritual leader of the ultra-Orthodox Jewish sect with tens of thousands of followers worldwide. Oh, tens of thousands, man. Woo. Died yesterday. He was 91. Oh, Old hey. enough. There's a picture of him here. He was the worldwide spiritual leader of tens of thousands of Satmar Hasidim. 
the Hasidim. He's got the big hat and the long, very uh, messy beard. No, the, like the, uh, the fur hockey puck looking hat? No. Or a fedora? No, he's got a big, uh, one of the big hats. Well, you can't really tell because you can only see the... Um, oh, a big hat? Like a sombrero? Yeah, like a, maybe he was Mexican. Teitelbaum, Teitelboom, the Rebbe or Grand Rabbi. The Rebbe? Well, what is that in a CNN story? The Rebbe or Grand Rabbi of the Satmar Hasidim died at Mount Sinai Hospital, said community leader Isaac Abraham, who was probably close kin to my uh, grandfather Abraham Solomon. He entered the hospital March 30th. About 30, man. For treatment of spinal cancer, other ailments. Well, he was 91. Wouldn't you think by then he'd have some tourists? You'd think. The Satmars have 120,000 followers worldwide, according to sociologist Samuel Heilman, with large congregations in Brooklyn and the village of Kyrgios Joel, 45 miles northwest of New York City. You know Kyrgios Joel? No. Curiosity killed him. Thousands of mourners crammed into Teitelbaum's Brooklyn Synagogue last night, waiting for his body to be brought into the main sanctuary. Thousands more congregated outside, and police sent hundreds of officers to control the crowds. They were all going, Oi! Oi! A burial was to immediately follow in Kyrgios Joel. Under Jewish law, the dead must be buried as quickly as possible, especially my mother. Teitelbaum took over the leadership of the Satmar sect because if you don't bury him right away, some of them are so far busy they have a habit of coming back. He took over leadership of the sect from his uncle, Rabbi Joel Tietelboom, who died in 79. He took the formal title of the Rebbe the following year. I, now, to this day, I never realized that the, the head rabbi is really called the Rebbe. I thought, I thought that was How just like a that? silly, uh, huh? Learn something <laughs> new every day. Wow. <sighs> Mayor Michael Bloomberg called Tietelboom a gentle soul who carried himself with poise and distinction. Could have used the shave, but nevertheless. From the fires of the Holocaust, the Grand Rebbe and his uncle performed a miracle here in New York by rebuilding their community to match its glory days in Europe, Bloomberg said. Bloomberg. And of course, he's objective, being uh, the right-wing Jew that he is. Well, he's not all that right-wing. A little bit. Just enough to, uh, you know. The Satmars emphasized tradition and adhere to a strict dress code, long skirts for women, long black coats, black hats, and long black beards for men. Marriages are arranged and married women must keep their heads covered. This is starting to sound like the Muslims to me. Yeah, well, you know, same thing, your people. (coughs) I think it's the allergies what's getting me. Maybe that's what you're illing from. Uh, I don't know. It's that time of the year, man. It's the spring. Allergies, bad. Either that or maybe the, um, maybe Al-Qaeda's like poisoned the atmosphere. Maybe we're all dying. The sect takes its name from the town of Satumare in what is now Romania. Teitelbaum was born in um, in Romania. You know, you know who else was born in Romania, I believe? Bela Lugosi, wasn't he? Right. I think so. Google it. All he right. escaped Nazi persecution during WW2, came to the U.S. in 1946. The question of who will succeed him as a spiritual well, nobody He's dead. Some old Getschke died in New York. Bulletin. Did you Google uh, Bela Lugosi? I'm doing it. I've got dates here. I, I would recommend Ed Wood, except for the fact that it's very ponderous. And Hungarian. It's the same. Oh, Hungary. He was Hungarian, yeah. not Romanian. Well, how do you like that? Now, there is, there is a place called Transylvania, right? There was. Now it's part of Romania. Oh, it's part of Romania. See, that's where I got confused. It's part of Romania. It's not part See. of Hungary. Although the, all the subsequent Dracula movies with all these other fakers, uh, they were from Hungary. Conservative commentator Tony Snow, the likely replacement for Scott McClellan as White House press secretary, played a small but pivotal backstage role in uncovering the sex scandal that nearly sank the Clinton presidency. How do you like that? Talk about Farbison. Uh. Snow, who worked as a speechwriter for President Bush's father in the early 1990s, introduced White House whistleblower Linda Tripp to literary agent Lucianne Goldberg, who later helped Tripp tease out Monica Lewinsky's detailed description of her affair with Bill Clinton, the devil with a blue dress on. Monica. In the summer of 96, Snow reached out to Goldberg, a longtime friend, to Goldberg. <laughs> 
after Tripp called him for help writing uh, to tell uh, to a tell-all book about Clinton. Tony called and said, do me a favor. Talk to a friend of mine who wants to write a book about the White House, Goldberg said Friday from her Manhattan apartment. Nothing sinister. I get these calls all the time. I don't even think he thought Linda had a book in her. Maybe something else in her, but not a book. The Fox radio host and occasional Rush Limbaugh stand-in, meaning Tony Snow, uh, or no, meaning, who, who's that? Yeah, that's him. Became friends with Tripp when both worked for the elder Bush. He's an occasional Rush Limbaugh stand-in. He's going to be the press secretary. Just tell you where yeah, Fox News is coming from, as, as if there was any doubt. But just, you know, Tripp, a clerical worker who shared Snow's conservative views, remained at the White House after Clinton took office and Snow left. And yada, yada, yada. In 1998, after the Lewinsky scandal broke, Snow used his syndicated newspaper columns to praise Tripp's patriotism to denounce Clinton as a cur and a liar and publicize Tripp's claims that Clinton's spies were combing her garbage to justify a tax audit. How do you like that? They're combing through her garbage. She also had a very nice-looking son, Linda Tripp. I just mentioned that in passing. See the things that I remember that stick in my mind? Yeah, no, it's all right. It is all right. Just ask me, I'll tell you. It's all right. It's all right. Bye. This Saturday, it's QM's NFL Draft Party. It's okay if you care about the NFL Draft. You're one of those people who, you know, has no life. I have no life. I mean, why, why does anybody? Well, we've got to find out who the fish are going to take. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Whatever you say. It's just another good excuse to get <coughs> blitzed. And so go ahead and have a good time. I bet you Josh will show up there. You going to be there? No, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be getting blitzed. I'll have, like, a barbecue. And oh, how unusual. Uh, what, just a regular one or just in honor of the draft day? Well, it's an excuse, isn't it? Yeah. Like the 4th of July. See, almost every holiday now is just uh, another excuse to get blitzed or to have to go out and buy somebody presents or both. I mean, 4th of July and Labor Day. Does anybody really care about Independence Day on the 4th of July? Of course not. No way, Jose. And just to put, you know, like in Hialeah, put a few people's eyes out with some firecrackers and get blitzed and uh, go out there on a barbecue and cook up some of that meat, like really high temperature to make sure you get a good cancer from it. That's right. And the same on Labor Day, right? That's right. Anybody care about labor besides maybe, uh, uh, what's her name, Katie Holmes? Oh, I'm so, I, I'm just nauseous from that. I, 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 yeah. oh. I'm just I'm nauseous, period. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's what it is. I could be. Maybe you got the old Tomcat disease. You think of that? It's possible. Very possible. I think that's what we all got. We're suffering from Tomcat syndrome. I'm going to swoon mention, there. Not to mention Brangelina. Oh. I, I, I'm overwhelmed by it. Between, between the Duke uh, lacrosse team and the Chicken Aruba and the Brangelina and the Tomcat, we're just drowning in a sea of American crap. And that's what's going on. We're, we're, we're just drowning in... Crap. Oh, you can smell it. In fact, yesterday, because last night my throat started like to get a little uh, little iffy, you know? Uh-huh. So I went out and I got some Hall's Mentholiptus, the, the ones, su- sucrose, uh, whatever it's got in, or sans, uh, sans sugar. Right. I got of course, those. the first ingredient in those is like um, sorbitol or maltitol, one of those. That's what I got over here. Assorted so flavors. About... Oh, man. Talk about a cleansing. What an experience! Because you eat those like candy, you know. There's no sugar That's in them, right. and you just just one after another after another. And all of a sudden, man, you get to a certain point, and that's it. Just it's just like death, I guess. You know, when your body lets loose. Yeah. What did that sound like? You got it. Oh, that. That's it. No, no, don't, no, don't uh, start giving me. One good one Some deserves another. Short shrift. One thirteen. At how do you spell that? At five sixty WQM, we got Bo Camper coming along at two o'clock. Bo Camper. That's his first and his last name. And then we got Mad Dog at four. Curtis, just very briefly, we don't want to overdo it with him. In fact, if we had our druthers, we'd probably have Geldy on here instead because we don't like Curtis. We like Geldy a lot. For years, I've been telling you about a great way to shop for a mattress, and that's to make that one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. They deliver within a two-hour window. They have an eligible betting consultant to talk to you and lots more. Here's another good reason to call them. 
The radio station yesterday got a press release from the New England branch of the Better Business Bureau, the BBB, and that's where the headquarters are located. The Better Business Bureau gave out their annual Torch of Excellence Awards and Dial a Mattress for the third consecutive year won it again. The Torch of Excellence Award. It was absolutely flaming. And they win it on the basis of honesty, integrity, and ethics in all the markets they serve from Maine all the way to Miami. So while you probably know there are a lot of places you can buy a mattress, bedding stores, department stores, rest assured that when you buy them the smart way, this one easy way with that one easy call, what do you say? Call 1-800-MATTRESS. You'll be speaking with a company you can really trust. And they got all the top names in the business at unbeatable prices, too. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Bananas Foster, too. Check out mattress.com for all the styles and sizes and do what the smart folks, including yours truly, have done for years. Make that one easy call for the number one choice in betting in the universe. Dial a mattress. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for sensational savings. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. Oh, Alonzo, you're so big. Risking the life to earn a buck an hour digging a ditch. Just to earn a buck an hour digging a ditch. Wasting one buck an hour digging a ditch. The ones that are smart will work for Walmart. For about the same as digging a ditch. I've got a terrible Mexican. So much to the lives of my friends. That's Barry. I know, but if Rhymes you let the song play, the other fool would jump on it. He was the, uh, he was the uh, pivot right. man. Right. I mean, it'll be was... a big falsetto fest. Really? When is that? Oh, later Give on. Give us the date. An alternative rock band is joining with a music-oriented nonprofit uh, group in an attempt to rally anti-war sentiment through music videos, according to Raw Story. I love that website, Raw Story. It is so raw. It's very good. Got some uh, good stuff off that during vacation. See, told you. Justice Through Music, a national group they use. In fact, here's a song. Yeah, see? What job are you bastards out there? Quit singing that talking like Joe. Uh, 
Uh, a national group that uses music to catalyze youth interest in U.S. politics has announced a contest in which entrants are asked to submit music videos to accompany an anti-war song written by the indie rock band Op Critical. The band hopes to stir up anti-war sentiment using music. Well, you better get the, you better start cranking them hits out pretty soon, okay? I don't want another one of these, we are the world, you know, and you'll quit starving when we bring the uh, money in. On their website, the band debuts their own protest video shot at Arlington National Cemetery. The video captures the funeral of Army Specialist Kendall Frederick, a Maryland native who was killed in Iraq by a roadside bomb. Op Critical shot the video at Arlington last October and has since been banned from making films at the cemetery. Op Critical spokesman Craig Gillette says they've been encouraged by the upcoming release of Neil Young's Impeach the President album. Young has brought new life to the anti-war crowd. Of course, he's Canadian, you know, that Neil Young, another one of Canadian troublemakers. Mm-hmm. He's brought new life to the anti-war crowd, Gillette says. He hopes the group's contest will do the same. Op Critical is offering 500 bucks for winners in each of six categories, rock, alternative rock, urban R&B, country, and other. Music has power, Gillette says. Powerful like that. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. Power. Like a, like a hurricane. I think the, a good song for the war would be... Yeah. For the whole Bush deal, I think, would be for the price of gas and the war, all the dead people... All of these, uh, all of these things. Yeah, this song was covered all. It was like a blanket. Yeah. I got really tired of this. What were you saying? You're tired of this? Yeah, I, I heard that way too many times. Oh, it's a tragedy. Music has power, Gillette said. Musicians should use the power to help bring about social change to leave a better world behind. Yeah, like uh, Bob Dylan. Look what he did, man. He, honey. All that folk music. That's right. All that good stuff blowing in the wind and don't think twice. It's all, it's all right. That's what Senior Winston said. We hope it will create a brush fire effect to get other people involved and help other people speak out, he added. Contest comes on the heels of a new, year, a new Neil Young album in which the country rock icon calls for President Bush's impeachment. Young, who has supported Bush in the past, says the album is about empowering people by giving them a voice. Gillette, who grew up as a military brat, says there's a personal element to the campaign. His father supports the war. Right now, there's a rift between my dad and me, who's a Bush backer, Gillette said. The main thing I see about the music is young kids listen to musicians more than they listen to their parents. I know when I was young, I'd go to my room and listen to a record. You know which one it was? That was the one. Over and over and over again. Breaking news, by the way, on CNN, we got another tape. This one, a video or an audio tape? I guess a videotape. About two years ago. And there's uh, I'm in the Pyman Al-Zarqawi there. We haven't got him either. We haven't got Osama. We haven't got I'm in the Pyman, whatever his name is. We don't have uh, Mullah Bula Omar. We don't have any of these. Yeah, it's Musab Al, Abu Musab Al-Zarqawi. Video of uh, him. They're, they're just flooding all over the place with this stuff. And I just kind of like to rub their noses in it, you know? Mm-hmm. We're still here. And we're causing real tourists. And by the way, thanks for invading Iraq. Thanks a lot. That's what they're saying. Oh, yeah. They sent a card. It's easy to imagine that doctors don't get sick, but of course they do. And they suffer the same pitfalls as the rest of us when we enter the health care system. Speaking of Morris Gibb, don't go to the hospital. Don't go to Mount Sinai, sweetheart. Too late. It requires almost a stroke of luck. I guess that's a play on words. For a patient to enter a U.S. hospital and receive precisely the right treatment for his or her problem, no more and no less. A stroke of luck. A landmark Rand Corporation study published in 2003 found that adults in the U.S. received, on average, just 54.9% of recommended care for their conditions. Average blood sugar was not measured regularly for 24% of diabetes patients. More than half of all people with hypertension didn't have their blood pressure under control. A third of asthma patients eligible to get inhaled steroids didn't get them. Barry Bonds had them all. Seeing healthcare through the eyes of the physician may help us find our way to 
fixes in the system that need to be made for everybody. This is on uh, CNN. You would think doctors have a great advantage in knowing whom to see for their particular problem, and in one sense they do. They can tap into the medical grapevine to find out who's got the best reputation and the most experience with a given procedure. Uh, tap into the grapevine. Wouldn't that be a good time to put I heard it through the grapevine by Ben Harper and or yeah, Marvin's gay? They just have to hope that person isn't their colleague down the hall in case something goes wrong. Now, it's a long it's on our website. Don't go to the hospital, okay, unless you're ready unless you're ready not to come out. Just don't go there. Because there's the odds are a very good chance. Uh you won't. Now that's gotta be Marvin Gay, right? Yes it is. Oh. Marvin Gay. Gay. Oh! Yeah. Well, no, you're supposed to let it keep running. Talking about it. Not that quick. Looks like all these holy 70s things stacked up here. <laughs> you fairy. So let me say it again. If you didn't watch the movie Standing in the Shadows of Motown, we don't uh, we don't like you too much. I'm pretty PO'd about it, aren't we? That's right. No use for you. Watch it. Watch it or else. And, and watch it and like it. Love it. 27 after 1, the Al-Zarqawi video appeared on a radical Islamist website. What a K-Novel, man. What a novelty. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There's boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and more. If you are a trade show exhibitor, the only name you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top-of-the-line attention-grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call them right now at 954-772-7275, and Pubset will get you set for success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset's been the very best for 14 years. Call them at 954-772-7275. Write it on your wrist. 954-772-7275 for Pubset. From design to setup, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. Rest assured, Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate because you only get one chance to look great. Pubset's the smart way to go. 954-772-7275 or online at pubsetsf.com. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, Pubset's the way to do it. Look for my fantastic picture on their building. You'll puke your guts out. Right along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Call Pubset today, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Ang rape is funny. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey. 
Have you called Jenny yet? 2702 at 560 blocks. Have you seen the newest sponsor with that uh, Kirsty bitch? Well, how new? When you told me she was a Scientologist, that answered so many questions. Yeah, it, it all fell yeah. into place. Mm. You fairy! Speaking of Neil Young, just last week he revealed he recorded the new album titled Living With War and hoped the politically charged record would be released as soon as possible. Now Reprise Records says that fans will be able to buy the album as soon as next week. You going to rush out and get it? No, I'll wait and steal it. Is Neil Young? Living With War will go on sale as a digital download starting next Tuesday, May the 2nd. The record can also be heard streaming on Young's official website beginning this Friday, April 28th. Reprise spokesman Bill Bentley told Reuters the label plans to get into the retail stores as soon after that as we can get, get, can get it manufactured. As soon after that, as we, whatever that means. Whatever. Bentley added that Neil wants this album out there. That's Neil. Neil, God! As soon as possible, it should arrive in stores between May 5 and 15. Much has already been made about the track. Let's impeach the president. While other new songs in Living With War include Shock and Awe, Looking for a Leader, the title track, and an a cappella recording of America the Beautiful featuring a 100-member choir which finishes off the 10-song album. I guess I'm going to have to go out and get it, huh? All right. Play it on the air over and over and over until you just want to puke from it. In fact, Young has already posted lyrics to six of the new songs on his site. He's also started a blog listing news items, reviews, and reactions to Living With War. Abu Ghraib. There you go. Living With That. Are we going to get 1,300 votes today during the show? Josh would have to write that on his armpit. Yeah. You think we can? 12, no, 1233. Like I said, 1,250 during the show today. Josh will have to write it on his Rectum. cheek. And Duff will probably want to take a peek, at least. No. <laughs> oh. What a child. Okay, let's take some calls this last half hour. I got some more stuff here, but I don't, you know, enough is enough, don't you think? No, no. Yes, been getting a little bit too ponderous for me, just too much of this. Let's ease back into it. Let's not overdo it. Let's ease back into all these stupid-ass stories, okay? Because, you know, I got, first I got this um, meningitis or whatever I got. You know what I think it is? What do you think it is? I think it's IBS, but not the kind that you know anything about. And it's, that's part of it. Uh-huh. Irritable body syndrome, which you would laugh and say, oh, what's that? <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm in the throes of right now. It's part of the whole IBS syndrome. Irritable bowel uh, syndrome is only part of irritable body syndrome, where you get, like, nonspecific, like, aches and pains and little nausea and stiff neck and sore over here. And uh, and then it, come, it comes and goes, you know? Yeah, well, a little, uh, bit of, I might a little chill every now and then. I think it's the allergies. I think there's something in the air. Five six seven oh five sixty. No, I don't have that. You got that thunderclap, Newman? I bet you do. I have it somewhere here, but if you think I'm going to waste I'm my time it. diddling around for that, you got it. Medley of his smash man, thunderclap, Newman. Speaking no. of Bush and Alfred E, we don't got that. What a shame. Wanted to hear it so bad. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Not there. Line one. Mark it right down. Okay. Put it on your other cheek. Mark it down. At line one, had a malfunction at the junction today. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Excellent. Good, good. Uh, i going to tell you something real quick that happened to me this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm driving down Taft Street in Hollywood, and I'm going five miles an hour over the speed limit. I get pulled over by a Hollywood police officer. Yeah. And uh, there you go. And he approaches my car, and he says, 
let me see your driver's license or registration. So I just look at him and I go, WQAM, hello. All right. QAM. Yeah. Yes, see, somebody in online when I told you. Yes, sir. I got a news bulletin for you. Another one. You got a what? Speak up, sir. I can, you can barely hear you. Sorry about that. Yeah, me too. Uh, another one of Bush's people uh, ran for the hills. The, uh, the the guy who runs the small business association appointed by Bush in 2001 yeah. took, the, took the same road as McClellan. It's gone. Out of there. Yeah. So that's it. Well, what do you mean that's it? So what does that mean? Well, he, uh, I, just, I, just, I just came over the AP. Uh, I, just, I guess he left. Well, I'll go, to, I'll go to Loblaws. I'm not too big on AMP, okay? That, that's it, okay? Scott McClellan's gone. That's going to solve a lot of problems. And this one's gone, yeah. and that one's gone. Andy Card is gone. He was a real sure. joker. And that's going to change a lot of things, ain't it? It'll be no. 180, yeah, you'll see. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, those, those poll numbers. You notice since Andy Card left how those poll numbers are just skyrocketing up? Mm -hmm. All the way up to 32%. That's right. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me now that uh, when uh, Tony Snow comes in here to do a snow job to the media, it'll go up to it'll go zooming up to maybe like 24, 25 percent. You'll see. WQAM, hello. The gray one has resistance. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, look at that. You're, you're right. They're doing mm -hmm. the uh, twofer today. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they got, they're joined at the end, they got their cell phones between their, each other's yeah. cheeks. <laughs> oh, man. 5670560. Oh, See, when we don't have the phones working, you can't get that great new uh, fresh entertainment like Joey used to talk about. Oh, yeah. That's correct. You can't get the excitement off these calls, man. Enough to make you have a, have a tremor in your Rectum. between your cheeks. WQAM, hello. Hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Wow, these are good. WQAM, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, you know, my friend is driving nuts with these emails and these joke emails, and this moron called you this morning about this let's not buy gas at Mobile and Exxon and so on. All this stuff is fueled by these Internet rumors, so much disinformation going through the Internet. Yeah, and well, that, that guy obviously really knew what he was talking about, man. He had his thumb right in it. Yeah, I got one the other day about this fantastic oil find underneath the Rocky Mountains. Turns out it was uh, part of a solicitation to buy a penny stock, but they don't put that in there. They send yeah. it out like it's news. But mm -hmm. there's a website, George knows about it, called Snopes.com. You can get on that website, S-N-O-P-E-S.com, and it, uh, it completely destroys all of these uh, Internet hoaxes and rumors and phony emails. It's a great Okay, well, listen, when I'm really in a uh, coma, right. I'll be sure and check that thing out. Got it? Sounds like this guy was sliding down a slippery snow. <laughs> oh, there's a what's-your-name. There's a Nancy Pelosi. And excess profits instead of record prices at the pump and record profits. She said, yeah, pump this. Today we are renewing the call as we challenge our Republican colleagues to join us in helping to bring down the price of gasoline before Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Hold your breath, Nancy. <gasps> yeah, we'll let you know when to exhale. 20 till 2 at QM. we got Kim Bocamper, who's going to be really yeah. intensive at 2 o'clock, man. The Heat and the uh, NFL Draft and the NFL Draft and the Heat and, of course, those NHL playoffs. <laughs> oh, baby. If you think you have termites in your home, and this is the time of the year when they start really uh, chewing and going nuts, you really ought to do the smart thing before your house is gone, before it's a mess. Call Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. 
Rinded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. I mean, they're gone faster than you can say Clarabelle. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your house either. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out or hotel stays. No worrying about food or your pets and your health. All they do is they treat your home with this amazing orange oil, and you don't have to leave at all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, like I've been telling you for a long time now, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. No mess, no tents, no BS. So it's true. If you have a termite problem or think you might have one developing, save your house right now. Call Ridded Pest Control and find out about their amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no BS, no games, no kidding. Call right now for a free, no obligation inspection. 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. Rid it at 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Oh, Buffalo still sucks. Oh! They thought he was just a legend. A giant with incredible strength and power. With colossal arms, monstrous legs, and an enormous ego. He's not just a legend, but he is a giant. A San Francisco giant. Coming soon from Falco Films. King Bonds. Oh no, he's destroying the Sports Illustrated building. Oh my God, he's eating the reporters. See Barry Bonds in the role he was born or chemically created to play. Do not know me, take rights. It all meaning is bad. Coming soon, maybe, to a ballpark near you. King Bonds. Reagan one forty-seven, thirteen till two. Speaking of a Barry Bonds and baseball, don't forget got the Cubs and Marlins. Oh! Any interest? No. Tonight, seven thirty pregame game time, eight oh five from Wrigley Field. See if the Marlins can blow another one like they did last night. That was bad. I didn't see any of it, thank God. But they were had three nothing in the eighth inning, and next thing you know, like uh, just like that, it was six three Chicago and game over. Put it in the loss column. I'll tell you one thing that Dave Van Boring he couldn't he couldn't hold Joe Angel's jockstrap. You know what, George? Huh? Who? Speaking of Teflon, remember I mentioned this before? I found it. In my pile. Well, if you keep digging in your piles long enough, you find some really good crap. Owners of Teflon-coated pots and pans in 15 states are seeking to have their cases combined in a $5 billion class action lawsuit, claiming DuPont Company failed to disclose possible health risks from using the nonstick cookware. And, of course, TFAL is made from Teflon. Yeah. I think that's why we're both doing. I think we ought to to join in. Let's join it. Class action suit. Let's get our piece. The lawsuits claim DuPont continued to tell the government and consumers for years that Teflon was safe, even though its own study showed the material could become toxic when heated enough to fry an egg, according to Des Moines attorney Kim Bayer, who represents six plaintiffs from Iowa. Hot enough to fry an egg, like the sidewalks in Florida all year? Well, it's a good thing you never used Teflon to fry eggs. U.S. Magistrate Celeste Bremer didn't signal at a hearing uh, when U.S. District Judge Ronald Longstaff will rule on the request to certify the cases as a class action. DuPont attorney Adam Hufflick of Chicago said, Teflon's got a 40-year history of safe use, and no studies exist that show the material can become toxic. Not one study has shown that there's any harm to consumers, he said in an interview with the A&P. The plaintiffs won't be seeking to show that anyone's been injured as a result of using Teflon-coated cookware. Instead, the case will likely center on DuPont's failure to notify people of the possible health risks of using Teflon-coated products. As in, I'm dying over here. 
I guess that's a good reason to quit. Uh, maybe I can just do my beef on my uh, Flavor Wave. Right. Put a little tin foil on there. Huh? Doesn't that make sure. sense? Why not? Instead of like cooking on a T-fell fry pan, man. Oh. Although I do use Olio Oliva. Mm-hmm. And I look at a picture of Eli Wallach while I'm cooking up my beef and uh, eating up my funny. sauce, my low-carb sauce. Que pane, Olio Oliva. Oh, man. If he would have just, if she'd have just uh, gotten shot in the opening scene, and he would have eaten the uh, cannoli right at uh, the get-go. That movie would have been great, and George Hamilton would have gone back yeah. to Ireland. If the cases are certified as a class action, plaintiff lawyers would be able to argue that they represent potentially millions of consumers who own and use Teflon-coated products and seek damages for them all, including us. I'm pissed off, man. I think I'm illin. A judicial panel in February said U.S. District Court in Des Moines is the place to hear the initial stages of the cases from California, Colorado, Florida. Illinois, a whole bunch of other states. Additional cases expected to be found, including one in West Virginia next week. Even West Virginia, even the coal miners have got other issues to worry about. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Calls are getting so good, I think we ought to like end with a whole bunch, don't you? Like a little mini lightning round? Sure, a flurry. Get a whole, whole bunch of mine there. WQAM, hello. That one's good. WQAM, hello. <laughs> oh. That pot is sure getting a lot of work. I hope there ain't no Teflon on it. Line 9. This will be Eddie Jr. probably. QAM, hello. Yeah, Eddie Jr. Get the sock off the phone and do a little bit of verbal uh, linguistics, uh, logistics, something. Work on it. I guess he didn't come by and pick up that cassette tape, huh? <laughs> the training tape? Yeah. The Eddie training tape. WQAM, hello. 567 the Hollywood story was good enough, okay, schmuck, but uh, you know, don't overdo it. Boy, they're, they're really wound up, aren't they? Yeah, they're into a frenzy. Not enough to be calling, but really whipped up. WQAM, hello. You don't have no respect for the Lord. And... WQAM, <laughs> hello. That's that's the pivot man again. QAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. I wanted to thank you. I uh, turned my father on you. Loose change, too? He's always yeah. been a devout Republican. Looks like he's mm -hmm. going to re rethink his vote this time. That's a pretty good video. Okay. Yeah, okay, no problem. Thanks. No problem. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neely. You almost made yes, me run off the road before when you were talking about guys having the phone between their thoughts. had a flashback at that uh, South Park with Oprah with the telephone between the legs. Yeah, okay, great. Well, we don't want to hear about it. 567-05. Talk, call in George next time he fills in, like tomorrow. Uh -huh. Tell him about Oprah with the phone between her uh, Rectum. legs. I, are you going to make me a copy of that or not? Where am I going to see I that? Gotta, i got to find it. i got to find somebody that's got a copy. Well, find it. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll wet yourself. Really? You'll need to Even pen. better than Tom Cruise in the closet? Uh, you know, it's, it's right up there, especially considering your love for Oprah. It's pretty mm. good, man. It's pretty funny. Okay. Well, give me a copy or else. All right. We're also going to talk to you, uh, Clarabelle. Make sure he uh, withdraws all those gigantic raises you guys are getting. Uh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil, the uh, government's getting closer to our bedroom. Do you see South Carolina? They want to do away with the sex toys. Yeah, we had that on yesterday, so we talked about it at length. It's on our website. I talked about it yesterday. Here are the callers with yesterday's news, last week's news. President Lincoln's got an aching, throbbing headache. President Kennedy, don't get in that limo, you know. Uh, oh, Hitler in that mustache. My God. You know something? Seriously, South Florida is like so, so far in the behind. It's just, uh, yeah, exactly. John Lennon's got a headache, too, okay? Don't, uh, oh, jeez. Should have used Yoko. Yoko is a human shield. Wouldn't that have been better? Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> hey, Karen, have a sandwich or two. Come on, honey. <coughs> it won't give you no bad gas. 
I, I got to admit, I, I, you know, I, I shouldn't admit it. Why not? You're already gay. Uh, well, I'm just wrong. <laughs> I like it. I like. I like a lot of their music, you know. Even yeah. though she, she, both of them actually, he was um, way more disturbing mm-hmm. than she was. I thought. Right. Old Dick. He was kind of disturbing, but nevertheless. Yeah, I saw that in biography uh, several times. Why would you watch that several? I don't know. There's something just uh, morbidly uh, fascinating about them. Plus, she was a lot more. She seemed a lot butcher than he was. But then again, so does Anne Murray. Seems awfully butch, and she's got a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, she's got a mustache. She got a mustache and a whole bunch of kids. I told you about that lady with a mustache at Woodbine. My God, she had like a whole, a whole yeah. beard. Oh, and then the, the woman on that uh, from that New Orleans lady. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a new thing with dark folks. Okay, uh, growing a mustache. One fifty-three at five sixty WQA. Being outdoors a lot in South Florida means you need some comfortable shoes because you're going to be waddling and bouncing all over the place. The only place you ought to take your feet is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach because Brandy's is the best. They carry major brands like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, all the other big-name brands in all sizes for men and women. They even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes for you freaks out there with your freaky feet. Brandy's is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida, and when you see the selection, the value, and the great personal service you get at Brandy's, you'll understand why I've been raving about them as the very best for years. Go see our friend Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes at the right price every time. And I like the department stores where whatever style you pick out, when you finally get waited on, oh, they haven't got it in your size, you can be damn sure, you can bet, you can bet Clarabelle's life on it. That whatever you're looking for, they got it in your size, on the shelf, ready to slap on your fat feet at Brandy's. The only thing they do is shoes, so don't worry about size, selection, service, and, of course, ever about price. Brandy Shoes, they're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Open every day of the week, Monday through Saturday till 9, every Sunday till 5. And this week, it's an extra great time to buy rock ports at Brandy's. Save 10 to 20 bucks a pair in all great men's styles. So be sure to get your ass into Brandy's this week or do your shoe shopping online at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Miami Town. Oh! At 560 and that goes for every town and guy's country with a cross on their hill. Yeah, it's all them Pete Brain, Redneck, Frank, Muffin, Muff, one Christians in Hicksville. Saturn flying, they loyal to the criminal royalty that's getting us killed. Now these green teeth, Toby Keith fans that are dumber than dogs do are banging each other's wives, getting high as a cat, cause there ain't much else to do. And these God-fearing Christian Jesus freaks don't have to go south of the border. Just ask Brother Birch at your local church and place another order. Bad tub, right? The drug of choice for redneck. Bad tub, right? And can to do you. Got to admit, I do like Mountain Dew a little bit. Do they make Diet Mountain Dew? I don't think I've ever seen that. I think they do. They do do? They Mountain Dew it. I see. I don't, like don't forget Mountain this Dew. Saturday, QM's NFL draft party with Jim Mandich at the Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Mad Dog Joe Zagaki proving nothing is perfect and the big O for all your draft day coverage. Join them at Hooters and Pembroke Pines, QM's NFL draft party this Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. presented by Heineken. 
Presented by Heineken. Heineken? Bye, bye, bye.